Welcome to episode 211 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast voted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as eventually Brent Casino, myself, Ian Levis, discuss whatever comes to mind. What's the time of time here on Comic Timing? Yeah, that 2000s rock knows that we're back as we get one more episode in before the end of the year. And we got a lot to talk about. DC is imploding. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name's Ian Levisine, and welcome to episode 211 of Comic Timing. And I'm just going to let the music fade out. Here we go. Are you full? Yeah, there we go. Boom. Uh, Mr. Casina is MIA, but hopefully he will be on sometime within the next couple of minutes. We'll also be joined later by Mr. Jamal Eigel. Until then, Brandon Christopher joining us from Philadelphia. You can tell he's from Philadelphia because he's wearing a Phillies hat. Mr. Brandon World fucking series, baby. Yeah, yeah. How'd you do? Fuck you, all right? Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, at least his team didn't get swept. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's that's also true. That's also true. Aaron Unlike Judge. our team, Ian. Yeah! Aaron Judge is back. He's captain. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's true. That's all I'm saying. Well, he got, well Mr. 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 got Trey Eternal. Mr. Mr. Suhu uh, joining us of the Raphael variety. Uh, how, how, oh. how, how goes it? How goes it? It goes. It goes. Excellent. Excellent. It goes. Delight. Especially on turn three in Marvel Snap. We'll get there. Oh, my there. God. We will get there, but we are not. No, I no, repeat. I, no, 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 no. We will talk Marvel Snap on this episode. I guarantee you it's going to happen. We're just not doing it in YouTube style, okay? We are not going to turn into <laughs> one of those mean? YouTube channels, no matter how badly Raph wants it to happen. Chris hey, is guys, 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 I'm disappointed by this. <laughs> Stay tuned for our new spinoff podcast. <laughs> Marvel Snap. Oh, Marvel, Marvel Snap. snap. Oh, Marvel, Marvel Snap. There we Welcome go. Welcome to Absolutely Snap, guys. But but first, Squarespace. Uh, and uh, <laughs> also joined by Donovan Morgan Grant. Donovan, what's going on? Hey, yo. What's going on? Not too much. Uh, glad you have your voice back. Uh, pre, pre-show pre pre-show conversation. Glad he has his voice back. Pre-conversation. I, I I am too. It was, it was a. I genuinely was like, am I going to have to turn into like the podcasting Jericho and learn sign language? But uh, it did return, and I'm happy to be here. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Jericho. Oh my god! What a deep cut. <laughs> and <laughs> what a fucking deep cut. Oh my god! And 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 Chris is here as well. Hey, Chris. What a hi live from my parents' house. Hopefully for the last time. Well, I mean, you'll probably be at your parents' house at some point. You're just not going to be recording from there. Like that's yeah. This is my first. And last recording from here yeah yep because yeah because <laughs> i got a new apartment i'm calling it the jefferson's apartment because i'm moving on, up, moving on up. i'm near the park yeah i got a balcony yep. with a bitch in- oh snap that's what we talking about that's what we talking about but not marvel snap but we will get there <laughs> You're so close to getting me. In. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's let's get things started. Uh, I guess I guess we could do some movie talk uh, first, and then when Casina gets here, he can he can give some opinions on that. There is there is a movie that is now available on HBO Max. Uh, oh, Black Panther! Yeah, I love it. Great movie. That is not available on HBO Max. That is available oh, on Disney Plus. Uh, that is a Marvel movie. The movie that I'm thinking about is the one starring Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Um, it changed the hierarchy of the DC universe forever. Forever. I mean, for he didn't lie. Ever. Ever. ever? 
And forever, ever? I didn't know that forever was only going to last about like three weeks, but. <laughs> Let's be honest. It was about six weeks. Oh, six okay. Weeks. All right. Okay. Did it, did it even happen? <laughs> I mean, I mean, look, I, I, I want to get your guys' take on 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 Black Adam and whether or not it was a movie. Um, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think that I mean, I, I, I didn't hate it. I also very much didn't love it. The way I put it when it came out was plain and simple. It was a JSA movie with a guest appearance by Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily a bad thing, but also not what I was expecting, and also not the type of thing you want when your movie is called Black Adam. It wasn't Black Adam and the Justice Society of America, or Justice Society of America featuring Black Adam. It was right. Black Adam, and not exactly what we got. Um, also not worth it just to, I mean, come on, spoilers already, so whatever, but everybody knows about it already. Not worth it just to go into the theater to see uh, an end credit scene. Uh, and now we know that the end credit scene doesn't even really matter in the end anyway. But uh, can't yeah. wait to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is they they put the end credit scene on YouTube the day after the movie came out. That is some bullshit. They like, that like, is like, yeah. so good. I know. They knew. That is, that is that's why I didn't rush out to see it. That is definitive DC right there, guys. That is definitive Warner Brothers. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh. And, and that's the type hey. of shit that they pull all of the goddamn time. But does, you, does your movie have legs? Yes, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> let, let me let me get you guys' uh, general general take on it, and then we'll then we'll roll from there. Donovan, what did what you what did you think? Uh, what was it? Was it anime enough for you? Was it black enough for you? Like like what what, what do you think? Nothing's ever black enough for me. Um, <laughs> honestly, uh, I did enjoy it more than I was expecting it to because you know this is the movie that's been I it's been in production like feels like half my lifetime. Yeah. I explicitly remember being like in the borders when I was aware of the knowledge that The Rock was in talks to play Black Adam, like when I was in high school. So, what kind of ended up being what I kind of was seeing as, as a very obvious Dwayne Johnson vanity project. I I honestly enjoyed much more than I by that I expected to, but that really is because of the uh, the JSA. And I'm not even saying that they were brilliant. You know, um, they. they this movie did not explain them at all. Like this is purely for comic, comic book fans, but I did enjoy um, Doctor Fate and Hawkman quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I may even say that they're written well, but I did enjoy them, and that really carried me throughout like eighty percent of the film. It's not awful, but like it's clearly like not as good as it really should have should be. Yeah, and I think the the, the, yeah, this is, but the larger conversation probably should be like you know what they were thinking, trying to trying to make Black Adam a thing. When he kind of refuses to be connected to like Captain Marvel slash Sazam, which is pretty arrogant, and um, I mean the the Superman thing is kind of separate because that that kind of involves a whole James Gunn taking over a DC thing right now. But like I enjoyed it more than like I think most people did. It's an average comic movie that we're you know, we're all going to like you know make fun of years from now. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it though, um, and like I liked it a hell of a lot better than Thor: Love and Thunder. But I don't want to seek that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I know I'm probably the one who liked that the most out of out of pro, pro, well, I mean, I know I know that some of us liked it more than others, but that's that's a whole other conversation to to, to say the least. There there is a concession to be made with Thor: Love and Thunder, and uh, never mind. That's a whole narrative. Exactly, exa- exactly. Yeah, we're still on DC, guys. <laughs> 
Pray, Let's pray. not cook anything. Can I help myself? Can I help myself? It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Love and Thunder happened. We know it wasn't everybody's bag. It was most definitely mine. I I will I will I will give it. I, I will give you that much. Definitely. Uh, Brandon, thought thoughts, opinions on uh, on uh, the blackest of atoms. Um. Okay. Uh, standout was Quintessa Swindell. Mm-hmm. They were amazing. Yeah, I love their take on Cyclone. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the Fonz. Hey, hey, this hey. It's frustrating with Black Adam because there were moments of a good movie that could have been mined mm-hmm. out of this. Yeah, but it was just the bare minimum storytelling. And that's what kind of frustrates me about this movie. Uh, and like, you're, it's, you're not it's, wrong. It, and to answer your question, yeah, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. And it, it it got made. It's got a beginning. It's got a middle. It's got an end. Yeah. But my God, they could have been so much better. But that, but that's also that's that's one of the problems I've had with a lot of DC stuff as it's been coming out is that there's bones. You know, there's 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 building blocks there that could have made something superb, and instead, you, you either get mediocre or you get it was all right. You know, Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Aquaman. It was it was all right. I had a fun time. It was the mummy only underwater. You know, it, it was it, it was it was good stuff. Uh, you know, Shazam is the closest I came to being like perfect. Wonder Woman two. I mean, you know, the first Wonder Woman was was great for what it was. The second one uh, was the second one. Um, <laughs> I hate that either. But like, not, I like, I've not enjoyed any of these DC movies as much as I've enjoyed like the best of Marvel. To yeah. be honest, Here's the thing. I, I liked the second Wonder Woman. I actually like Wonder Woman eighty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I like parts. Of like, it. I like parts of it. I don't. I do not yeah. like the whole. Mostly for the fact that. Uh, did, did 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 they really have to have her have sex with a guy like that when he was People really get stuck on that point. People own, really really bring it, that It's that, hard like, not to, man. It's, it's, it's hard not it's to. Real gross no, it's not... If you want me to like as the the resident uh vagina having person in this, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is that is Wonder Woman is supposed to be very feminist, mm-hmm. very like liberated, very yeah. like and compassionate right and that little plot point is just kind of against everything that she and like the movements she's represented over the decades mm-hmm. you know so that's why people get stuck on it if right. it was any other hero people probably wouldn't care but it's wonder woman she's supposed to be better than that yeah but it's more than fair. morrison would be like that's that's my girl yeah i i i just i just have not enough rope my, my 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 major my major qualm with Black Adam I've kind of said already but I will reiterate that if they wanted to make a Justice Society movie they should have mm-hmm. like they oh, were... also don't forget though he's not a hero well, uh, yeah. well so I, I, I can't imagine that was the intention because this has been like for the last twenty years the Rock right. Black Adam Black Adam the Rock like I don't even know if I knew the JSA was in this thing until like less than a year ago but it turns out. Mm-hmm. They're just far more compelling because The Rock doesn't give that interest of a performance in this. Weirdly enough, which which is weird because for a project that he he wanted to happen for what feels like half of his movie career, fifteen years, yeah, fifteen years. It's it's been well making. over well over a decade before before Man of Steel was even a thing. 
Yeah, they were exactly. They, they were talking about wanting to do this. This is literally like right after his appearance in the Scorp- as the Scorpion King. Yeah, because that's like 2001, no. 2002. And I saw that on my 13th he's... birthday. <laughs> so this is no, you know, this is this is probably like the so 15 years ago would be what? 2007. Yeah. 2007. Was, mm-hmm. was Jeff Johns writing Black Adam when they first talked about this? Yes, yes. yes. By, yeah, by, by the came out. Yeah, but by then, by then, Justice Society, I mean, or JSA was was a thing, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely this would, this would oh, be yeah. the second run of JSA by that time. Mm-hmm. Because I, I never even heard of Black Adam until '52. To be honest, really? Oh, See, oh! I, I, I knew, I knew, I knew about him because I knew Captain Marvel stuff. Um, but sure, yeah. But he but usually, he, usually the suffice I was like with, with Savannah and stuff, right? But but he really became a thing during that fifty-two. Well, before, well, a little bit before that. Hey, 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 hey! Ooh, a voice from beyond. A voice. I was like, could that be? Is it my imagination? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? Oh God! Is it one of yeah, the, well, is it one of the alternate gods that spells out Shazam uh, for yeah, Black got, Adam, or is it just Brent Casino? I can't tell. It's just Brent Casino. We had some technical difficulties, but we're finally here. Excellent, oh. excellent. Are you are you Mahan? Are you are you Zahuti? Are you Atten? <laughs> are you Amon? Zahuti, Zahuti is my favorite. Very happy to have you. Shake Zahuti. So, am I the only one that liked both God of Thunder, Thor, God of Thunder, and or Love and Thunder, and kind of liked Black Adam? I uh, no. I, I liked I liked Love and Thunder, and I thought that Black Adam was all right. That's as close as I can get. That's, I'm, that's pretty much where I'm at. I'm meh on Black Adam. I like Thor: Love and Thunder. Black Adam, JSA, great JSA movie. That, that, that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But 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 it's not what they needed. It's not what they needed. And to divorce themselves so far from Shazam. And Captain, but not nonsensical and, degree. Like yeah. no one even mentions him. Yeah, even though well, it, it's pretty offensive when you have uh, Jaimon Hunsu show up as the wizard right. Shazam mm-hmm. in the film, and yet they never name him nor mention the other magical character, whom the other movie he's in, much less coming back in the sequel. Yeah, in like four months or whatever, whenever Shazam Two comes out. Yeah, they didn't mention you know they didn't mention Commander Lightning Fingers once during the entire. You know thing. what? I I think. This was probably penned during that little weird time mm-hmm. when they weren't sure what was going to happen after the chips fell from the sale. Mm. So, like, if you can tell, this this movie was not written 15 years ago. Oh no, definitely not. And like you, you can like you can tell like this movie was like written within, like maybe the last. Two years. Yeah. Well, the, the the fact that 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 Waller's in it and exactly and, and and that and that they're clearly setting up a a a deeper you know DC mythos or like trying this, to you know. I feel, like this, I feel like this. I feel like this is written during the same time as the Suicide Squad was being written mm-hmm. or shot. Yeah. Well, it's so I, weird because I, like they never explained what 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 the fuck is like. Task Force X or Ben of Water have anything to do with the JSA? If, if they wanted to start James Gunn's DCU from the Suicide Squad forward, mm-hmm. that'd be totally fine with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. That was obviously the not Suicide the plan, Squad, <laughs> uh, Peacemaker, mm-hmm. Black Adam, and then everything else falls in line after that. Yeah. Totally fine with me. But I, I'm also all 100 percent for a clean slate. 
We'll see, and and, th- and this does actually kind of like piggy piggyback into. But I, f- I really do feel like if they wanted to, if they wanted to, if this if sh- Black Adam was a success, mm-hmm. like I feel like this could be, you, you know, theoretically, you could have this be the first DCEU or whatever the new DCU movie. Yeah, because literally nobody else is in it that we've seen before, other mm-hmm. than Jaimon Hunsu. Yeah, so and, Superman. And, and Amanda Waller and Stem- and the Peacemaker Girl, right? Yeah. This is gone. The only- Take Superman out of it. If they didn't add that at the at the end, this would have fit perfectly as the oh well, you know what? This did okay. We could we could launch we could build off this. We could launch off this the same way Rock was trying to cover his ass mm-hmm. when he was talking about you know Black Adam versus uh, Captain America movie. <laughs> well, well, what what I'm what I'm saying here <laughs> is and and our biggest problem and their biggest problem and that's why we are getting which we will what we will discuss which is essentially the reboot you know whatever's going to happen after this even if there are some characters that are the same clearly the universe is not going to be the same uh is plain and simply you can't make a 20 million dollar profit off of a movie like black panther Sorry, why did I say black? Too many black black movies, and that that even sounded hey, black. Whoa, black, whoa, black. Hey, yo, whoa. too many movies. With cancel the black Superman? Is that what I just heard? No, no, did you no. just say cancel the black Superman film I be- and oh the Belsad film? I have, I, I, have, this, I have, this, this, Jewish on black violence mustard. <laughs> I have accidentally <laughs> said. I have accidentally. This is said, revenge for Kanye West. Is that what's going clearly. on? I, no, I have accidentally. Look, not here, man. I have Jesus. accidentally said Black Adam when I meant Black Panther so many times and reversed that it's really frustrating but no black so, adam so, so you're saying that they're interchangeable got it okay cool no abs- abs- absolutely <laughs> not him. absolutely Cook not him. <laughs> however i deserve that uh but uh <laughs> no uh that that black adam you know you can't make a movie like black adam and only have like a 20 million dollar uh profit and still build something off of that because You've basically just said that not enough people care about what you're making. You came pretty damn close to losing money on this. They barely made money, and as a studio, you, you can't you can't continue. Plain and simple. It's a black eye. It's 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 such an obvious black eye, yeah. and like um, which is why like I mean again, I know we want to actually get into the whole DCU thing mm-hmm. separately, but when people are like. They hate the fans and they don't want to make money by not bringing anything. All this shit doesn't make money except for Aquaman. Yeah, it's it's consistently underperforming, which is which is which I feel has always been like very visible and obvious. Mm-hmm. In, t- in, reg- in the conversation of like you know like why don't we bring these things forward? I mean like you know as much as as popular as The Rock is, people still don't give a crap about Black Adam. Evidently, here's the thing. I, I and this goes back to what we talked about in that in our text chat like mm-hmm. months ago when I told you about how a woman thought that. A uh, Flash figure was a ripoff of a Marvel figure. Yeah. The problem is yeah. <laughs> DC is not doing their due diligence no, of promoting these movies and making hype out of it. Marvel has done that. People know mm-hmm. a Marvel movie is going to be at least somewhat decent. It's going to be watchable to yeah. some degree. Yeah. And the well, problem is DC has not done that. DC has given you a mixed bag after mixed bag. Mm-hmm. After well, I mean, if The Rock had actually acted in the film instead of just played himself like every other film he's in, then uh, he but, might have well, done a little bit it, better. Like, you, you, you don't hire The Rock to, to act. You hire The Rock to eyebrow. Yeah. You hire The Rock to stand around and 
Okay. I mean, I think there there's something to be said. I I've really have watched a lot of TV and stuff lately or movies and really felt like, you know what, these people to me, a lot of actors don't act. They just kind of play off themselves, which mm-hmm. is like Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. is the perfect example of this. I think Chris Evans skates on his charisma now a R- whole Ryan, lot. Ryan, like, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds can act, though. Ryan Reynolds has yes. been in tons of roles. Evans can act, too. I mean, Chris Evans doesn't play himself. In yeah, a, a thing. Here's, exactly. Here's the thing. The Rock can act also. The Rock actually is a very no, good that, actor. Well, then where <laughs> was it? Where was it? I guess that's, well, that's the, the thing. Rock, is this the, this the, picture the, for him was like really felt especially once it you know didn't do very well and he's on twitter you know filing articles with you know fake box office receipts or whatever it was like it really got <laughs> to him and i was like dude if you really cared that much about this film or how it was going to affect your your attitude like you could have put a little bit more into it well, can, can, can well we- you literally just floated there and didn't say a word yeah. and some people call that acting i don't know <laughs> about that i don't know look at look at Hobbs and Shaw and look at Black Adam. Same like one talks more than the other, but they're basically the same character. Well, here's the thing: the, the Rock has needed to act since Get Shorty. Okay, and that's the problem. <laughs> and I'm being hundred percent fucking serious right now. Well, yeah. I, 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 like, think, I think I think I'm more zero in part of this. It's like does Black Adam the character lend itself to a fruitful, meaningful performance? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, if it can, like then jump that because like his family was killed. That should be like the Rock's Oscar moment. But it was like a, a five second flashback. Well, but here, but in which we didn't see anything. Here's here's was what what was full proof that at least Warner Brothers brass did not believe that that was possible, and that is that they made a JSA movie, that mm-hmm. that they did not have the confidence in Black Adam it, as a property to just be a Black Adam movie. You could have had acting. From 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 Dwayne Johnson, had you actually given him shit to do in the movie, you know, or was this another Jeff Johns joint going? You know what could be great? I wrote one of these comics, or one of these comics, and one of these comics, and you could use one of my stories so I can get some more checks. Is that what Jeff Johns sounds like? By the way, like is that? Well, yeah, no, and he's but... he's always got a hat on, his... so you don't see his hair. Okay, got it. But it's also very yeah, I'm Jeff Johns. Welcome, welcome, welcome to DC. That's what all people say when we do our impressions of them. Yeah, all right, JSA. So, <laughs> as the one, as the person who has not seen Black Adam, because I refuse to indulge uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's vanity projects. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but you'll see Fast general- and the Furious anyway. Continue. <laughs> That is more that's than a, just a vanity Vin project. I know, I know. That's been diesel. Yeah. Ludacris's vanity, vanity project. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But no, my, my thing is what I've been thinking about a lot recently is the fact, like, why is Marvel succeeded uh, versus DC? And I mean, obviously, there's a quality thing. Like, mm-hmm. we, we've we've talked about Marvel way more than we talk about DC movies. Right? You guys are all like, yeah, he phoned it in on Black Adam. It did this, it didn't do that. But I also think that there's a lot going on at the corporate level. Because yes. like Disney, I've always felt like Disney supports the like the MCU a lot harder than the. <laughs> I see Raph's little message there, <laughs> but yeah, like Marvel is like Disney has put a lot more oomph behind the MCU than Warner Brothers is putting behind the the DC, you know, uh, extended universe, expanded universe, whatever the fuck it's called now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, you can't just say, oh, well, it's different. Disney's different than Warner Brothers because when Disney wants to tank something, they can tank it. Oh, yeah. Look at what happened to Strange, Strange World or oh, whatever yeah. it was called. 
So, you know, like there's definitely like Warner Brothers can try. It just chooses not to. Well, here's here's a very uh, interesting way of looking at that and kind of the proof of the incompetency that was coming out of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery post-merger and pre-merger for that matter is that, you know, this magical post credit scene that had Mr. Cavill in it. Oh, boy. The superest of men came about when Dwayne The Rock Johnson went behind the back of Walter Hamada and went above him to Warner Brothers executives and was like, listen, we got we got something huge here. We got something huge. If, if we get Henry Cavill to come in for one day of work and is on the screen for 90 seconds, we're going to sell this movie. We're gonna absolutely sell this movie. So you know he went and he went to his buddy Henry uh, Henry Henry Cavill, and he was like, "Come on, come on, come on, Cavill, you gotta do this." Like he's like, "Nah, man, I don't want to do it." And Cavill's like, "Nah, I don't want to do it." Was then it, Dwayne, was it Dwayne, that, until the was Witcher it, people were like, "Well, yeah. Cavill's involved with uh, Dwayne's ex-wife, yes. uh, who co-owner of Seven Bucks. Like she's yes. his manager, mm-hmm. so it's real incestuous." Oh, it, like, of course it is. You know, Hollywood then, being incestuous, and then when he's when he's on there, you know, on the talk shows, being like, "We got a big cameo, like a super great cameo." It's just like it's like, oh my gosh, it felt so desperate. Like, but, come see my movie because of this cameo. No, because it was definitely great. insurance. Oh no, I, I, it was it was insurance, but also, um, you know, but I feel like that backfired because anybody who might have been interested in the film saw this really cheesy, yes. like hemming it up promotion of the cameo rather than the film and was I feel like it took away from the film more than it added to it I mean the cameo itself was fine I'm talking about the promotion of it just like it would have been better like had it just been there had he not talked about it at all but instead mm-hmm. he's talking about it like three days but five days before on the red carpet on Jimmy Fallon yeah. like just anywhere he can just spoiling the fact that Cavill's in it mm-hmm. rather than the word of mouth on like the oh shit moment on Thursday night, you know, when fans are like, oh my God, dude. you know, the, the Snyderverse bros, the initial one that so went on Thursday would have gotten blue. so excited. I feel like it, you would have driven more people out of like, oh wait, what? I really do have to find tickets to see this right now. Lucky for me, there's a whole bunch because no one went to see that film. Maybe that would have been more effective than the, hey, everybody. You know, it's like the guy on the street. I know New York City doesn't have these guys, but like in the suburbs out here, Donovan knows what I'm talking about. Brandon knows what I'm talking about. You got the street, you know, the streets, the sign spinners, you know, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, hey, sign spinner, never get to read the sign. You just know he's there. And that's what Dwayne Johnson was doing on these talk shows, just spinning his sign, and nobody was able to read it. And just like everybody's like, hey, cool. All right, you got a cameo? All right, awesome. See yeah. you later, bud. But, Bye. And 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 with that though, you you make a cameo like that, you go above the at the time executives and you try to make it happen and you're basically forcing the hand of everybody else to be like, "Oh yeah, sure. No, 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 no. This is going to be great. This is going to be huge. We're going to make it work." Hey, Henry, go out there, tell people that you're Superman again. We are behind you all the way. Wait, what's somebody hold on one second. Somebody's knocking on my door. Somebody's knocking on my door. Let me let me let me get back to you. Yep. Oh, oh, Henry, I'm, I don't have a job anymore. I'll sit, uh, uh, but, but but you're good. You're good, man. I promise you're good. I'll see you later. And then, you know, that that's the way that that, that all turned out. It's We 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 got to be we, we got to be clear cuz cuz like, you know, this this domino effect, like the whole everything to do with James Gunn, yeah, was 
after Black Adam came out yes. and this Henry Cavill thing came out, yes. like 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 I I don't know where he was, but, but in terms of like negotiation or what have you, but mm-hmm. like he was not where he is now when this came out. He was not yeah. where he is now when he when he did the Suicide Squad. All this shit is like within the last like sixty days, and and, it's and very very recent. But part of me felt like none of these sort of cameos should have been greenlit if they themselves behind the scenes did not actually know where DC was going to go next. If they were looking for new people to be involved as the heads of DC, which long before James Gunn, we knew someone was going to take over. You know, that had been in the pipeline and that had been said over and over again that like, no, nah, it looks like Hamada's on his way out. Like yeah, Zaslav swore that, like, you know, we that we need a Kevin Feige for DC. Exactly. You don't make moves like this if you're still looking for your Feige, which at the time they were, because, you know, James Gunn was just a pipe dream to them. It, it, nothing was signed. It, 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 just, it just adds to the disorder and the disheveledness behind the scenes at DC. Because there's also tons of, of cameos that either now are just not going to happen or are just not going to mean anything because there's apparently a Batman cameo in Aquaman 2. That may apparently there's a Wonder Woman cameo in Shazam 2, which I think they're cutting out. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, apparently a Henry Cavill cameo that was filmed for that wonderful Flash movie that we're all waiting for and anticipating. Uh, no, we're not. The most uh, wholesome since, character with the most wholesome actor. Since Absolutely. Shazam was never acknowledged in Black Adam, there's nothing to tie Shazam to. Yes. And you never saw Superman's face in that last film. You're right. To me, you could start with Shazam too. You could just be like, yeah, and and uh, and and even. I don't uh, know why we're playing this game of like you know let's let's find the starting point and snatch that one. It's all getting rebooted, guys. Yeah. Like what? What and, the fuck well, are we talking about? Why are these movies still in the can? Well, Zach, 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 release Zach, the movies. Zach, if you don't care Clark about them, them. Zach release Levy, them or kill them. Zach Levy, you're not wrong. Zach Levy said in an interview, I think yesterday, he was point blank asked. It, is there going to be more after this after this Shazam? And he said, "I mean, we you know we can't believe him obviously because that the, a the movie's not out yet, and b you know anything could change." But he basically he's said, not been called in the gun's office yet. I, I've been. This I, is the I've guy been, that resurrected Chuck well, well, four yeah, times. But, but okay, he, but he's he's said he believes he's going to believe whatever he wants. I know, but he he has said he has been told and he has been assured that there will be more after this. And we'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I mean, like it's, it's precious when you, when you lay it out like that, because I had no reason to doubt Henry Cavill because like it was official. Like he said, I've been allowed to say this. So like, I, I just feel sad for Zach Levi, Zachary Levi, who like has the precious confidence to say, I've been told I'm fine because we've seen that happen before. Like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for all we know, he is. We have no His idea. movie's still coming out. He's still Shazam until the movie comes out, and then he's no longer Shaz- no longer Shazam. Or exactly what you said, Brent, before that, which is maybe they're just going with Shazam as their tentpole and building the universe around that because they very well could. So I don't freaking know, man. Like it's okay. Yeah, Shazam's the new Superman. Agile's the new so... Batman. Rock and roll. What? So. No. I've got like 17 points now because I've just been stewing here. Raph, by let me all let means. me cook. Go ahead. Let me cook. First off, Black Adam totally based on the 
second or third volume of uh, Jeff Johns GSA run and only that. Yes. It, that's it. Yes. Um, so obviously it's 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 heavily Jeff Johns influenced. Point two, the style of the movie is really, really, really indicative of the problem with DC, which is the the, the lingering taint of of the first two directors because it has the stylistic color range and slow motion of Zachary Snyder. And oh, you said the, his name. Now they're going to come the, for us. He, he said, Why did you say his name? He said Zachary, oh, but it's so his, it's fine. It's his style. It's his style. The movie is, like, if you look at, like, the aesthetics, the slow motion, it's still his style. It's influenced by it. It's yeah. not. Is it way more off. color than his movies? That's very true. But well, still, the, like, the, 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 the depictions of, like, the way the movie flows and the way the 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 the, the camera is set up, it's it's very distinctive Snyder. And you also have the really weird, like forced pop culture music video segments of, that David Ayers had in, in the first Suicide Squad. When you have those two stylistically influencing your movie, that's not a good sign, man. No matter how good the story may have been, which like like Brandon said, there was a there was an inkling of a good story in there. They just never pulled it out. The second thing is they were obsessed with the man in black thing. And the man in black is like supposed to be like the stoic cowboy. So of course the rock's gonna play him as a stoic, like non non-speaking, like he was trying to he was trying to copy that aesthetic. And it I mean, it 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 worked in the sense that he executed it, but it doesn't work because we don't know who this most people don't know who this guy is. Most people d- don't know who who Teth Adam is. I do because I've known him for the last like 18 years. We're very close friends. I've gotten to know him very, very well. But he's, like he's your average he's person your homie. doesn't know. You've had brunch. It, Dude, it's been great. Him, Superman, Superman's practically like family to me. Batman, Darkhawk. But so that's so that's point number two. Point <laughs> number three, going back to what Chris said, yeah, Warner Brothers has no fucking idea what they're doing with, with DC. They haven't had an idea of what they were doing with DC since the 1980s. Because they went because what do we have? We we have the only thing they know how to do is make a Batman movie. Think about making a Superman movie, and then make a couple other characters thrown in, but to varying degrees of success. Mm-hmm. The they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to market. When Marvel puts a movie out, there's merchandise ready to go. There's yeah. Marvel Legends. There's Funko Pops. There's promotional posters. There's everything set up. Mm-hmm. Do they give a fuck about the comics? No, they care nothing about the comics. But every other avenue is set up and prepared to take care of the movie. DC. I mean, you're lucky if you see McFarlane toy and they're like, oh, yeah, but oh, hey, hey, run some commercials real quick. We got it. We got it. We got to promote this movie. They don't they don't do that. The third point. Yeah. About about the, the end credit scene. It, the very let's talk about the very first one, the, the, the Samuel Jackson Iron Man one. They did it. They did it as a throwaway. They didn't think anything was going to come of it. Yeah. And we all creamed our respective pants. Mm. And you're if you didn't, you're lying because I come on. We're all friends. We can talk about this. It's a germ of an idea. I don't. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they had zero idea for anything else. But like, no, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a. They were basing an entire universe around it. Whereas with the yeah. Superman one, they very clearly were like, "We, oh my god, we need to do this because Black Adam two or Man of Steel two will be Superman versus Black Adam, and it's The Rock versus Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. and so many people are going to want to see that because The Rock has a lot of fans, and this version of Henry Cavill has a lot of fans. So let's go." 
Where were these? <laughs> I never saw these. I never saw these pictures yeah. ever. Like, what, I, what kind of promotion these, was that? This, this, I have seen these toys. This, chi- they, this child has never suck. heard of Black Adam. Okay, this child no. has never heard of Black Adam. He's just told to smile and like play with these toys. Also, also just pretend Hulk, you like them. Also, Hawkman didn't even wear this in the freaking movie. <laughs> no, he's oh, wearing a white see? beater. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, a white beater on? Oh my god, uh, that was like, three uh, points, right? Yeah. That that reminds me of the Wonder Woman uh, build a figure toy from Mattel was like this goat helmet Ares, oh, and then you yeah. see him in the movie and he's like weird other helmet Ares. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they changed yeah, the design the at the last minute so yeah. you couldn't tell who the hell Ares was if you're looking at toys. Hey hey Brent, yeah, there's no centralized like vision for 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 the all the products relating to the franchise. Hey, hey there, Brandon, there hasn't been. Brandon, you're you're Mr. Toy Person. Has have you seen anyone ever buy one of these? <laughs> sat on shelves yeah. for months. Yeah. Um Oh, I think right. No. They 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 they're someone's buying them because they're disappearing, but there's a lot of them still on fucking shelves. It's just, but like, it's sad. This character isn't that marketable. He he melts people in the movie. He shoots holes through people. That's not exactly if assuming that parents went went to see this thinking this would be good for kids. They're not going to think that afterwards. It's and that's been my whole problem with like DC the past like ten years. Is yeah. How are the like? All right, you. If people want to disagree, you know, if the Snyder fans want to disagree, that's fine. You like the movie, great. Are you going to, you really think showing a a, a five-year-old kid a movie where Superman snaps a dude's neck or where Batman and Superman pummel each other to death while a big giant monster shoves a hole through Superman is going to be like, you think parents, forget the kids. I mean, I was, I watched Robocop when I was five. I thought it was great. Do you think the parents are going to let them like, do you know what I mean? Like you're, Marketability, the marketability of DC yeah. has suffered severely in the last ten years. I just and they have not course corrected, and I, they're and they're stuck. I just I just saw Gremlins the other day at at Alamo Draft House. You know that PG rated movie uh, that <laughs> <laughs> that and temp, Gremlins and Temple of Doom are the ones that made you a PG thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely well, for for very good reason. Yeah. Airplane also boobs out of nowhere. Sure. Yep. Well, um, yep. um, I mean, like, I, I, like a lot of what Raph is saying, like Jamal brought up in, in our, our private conversation that like Marvel for, you know, say what you will about, you know, how you like their style or whatever, but they're clearly marketed for the, for the, the widest scope of an audience. So older, older, small, younger, older, whatever, they'll go, they'll, they'll know what they'll like to see. DC ever since Man of Steel, and you know, admittedly, probably because of the Nolan trilogy, but genuinely with Man of, Man of Steel, mm-hmm. we're going for like sort of an older, you know, dorky nerd who's into violence. Yes, and and that really, especially with like BVS, just really just precludes younger audiences from seeing it. And um, I, th- I think you know, oh, in terms of the merchandising, in terms of, like you know the sequel baiting and all the, all the kind of stuff, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, that, that's 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 been such evidence. I mean, we've. We all know we've been saying this like every single episode of Comic Timing. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, and I, and I'm not trying to force the conversation, but I'm just saying, you know, no. this is sort of a post James Gunn era where things have been changing like every 24 hours. Yeah. So, it, we're, we're, so we're, I, don't, I don't know if we're in the same place to talk about the, the, the miserable idiocy of DC's failure to, <laughs> to do this when things are clearly being moved. Like the ship is visibly being turned around in a different direction, whether it's good or bad. And, and I'm going to the very beginning. I'm, I'm, I wish James Gunn would shut up on Twitter. Just well, let things be. Oh, no, let, I disagree no, with you. Him, I disagree with you. He's going to talk himself it. out of a job. Brent, 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 hold on. First off, no, because actually what he's been saying so far 
has been the most competent things we have heard from anybody involved with DC. I'm not saying period. he's incompetent. I, I agree with the things he's saying. And I'm he's like, been, okay, cool. He's also just, he's also clearly It's the shutting down of people which whether fun, rude, whatever you want to call it, no. I really don't care. I just think like there's too much communication the way that Hollywood works, I guess, in my mind, well, is that people are silent at the top and you let the stars and the director do the promotion. Yeah. Kevin Feige doesn't talk unless he's on stage on a video stream. That's yeah. it. But, but I'm just but, saying, if you're going to take this as an example. But, but yeah. you're saying this on Elon Musk's Twitter? <laughs> you're saying this. Oh, God. You, Another you, example of people who should not talk on Twitter. If you're running the damn company, maybe you shouldn't tweet. Run the I, damn know company. That, I know that you like, like, you like bought listen to Grace Randolph and, and her blabberings or whatever, but I think it's actually God. helpful that James Gunn very immediately shuts down any misinformation yes. and very immediately clear, clears up the air so we're not wandering around, wondering about uh, directions. And he says, this is what's true, this is what's not. Like I think clarity yeah. is never bad. It is, in this day and age, in this day and age where the... The bleeding cool uh, perspective of you know rumor baiting is even found in things like you know Entertainment Weekly or you know or Hollywood Reporter or stuff like that, where they will they will report on something based on something that they have heard. It doesn't happen all the time. All the time, most of the time, they actually have their sources, but there will be opportunities and there will be situations and- where they're working off of secondhand reports, which I find bullshit. Frankly, like enough of that. Like if you're gonna be a well, if you're gonna be a news source, be a news source. Do not be a rumor source. That is why also, I am beyond. Hold on, breath. Let me let me let me, let me finish yeah. here. Um, is that that's why I'm glad that James Gunn has at least been enough of a knowledgeable source to tell us what isn't true. We don't know what's true yet because he he has straight up said we will not know until the until next year what is going down. However, he has been very, very clear as to what is not happening, and he's also been very, very clear that this just in, Wonder Woman replaced, boom! Like, eh, we, we haven't really decided that yet. This just in, boom! Never working with Henry Cavill, ever! Eh, we might work on him with other stuff, but he's not going to be Superman. Like, okay. There was an example where it was like, you know, there are talks that the Batman will be in the new DC country. And he says that, that is not true. Bullshit. We did not do that. I, I and knew a that was lot bullshit. of websites yeah. continue to run with that story, but I he know. said immediately that's not true. Yeah, and I yeah. knew I knew it was bullshit the minute that it came out because you, you Matt Reeves Batman has to be Matt Reeves Batman. That's it. Like the only that is that is its own separate shit, and I'm very happy for it to continue to continue to be. And so is James Gunn because he was even asked the question, will there be Elseworlds? And the answer is yes. So that's it. There's a multiverse. Boom. It's crazy. And I'm and I'm happy with that. But and Raph, say, yeah. say, go ahead. On a related note, because, you know, Twitter, Twitter is what Twitter is. And it always had even before Musk. Yeah. And the thing is, there are groups. OK, so I'm a I'm a pro wrestling fan. I deal with this on a daily basis oh with God. AEW and WWE. Yes, you do. All the time. So I am infant I am intimately familiar with this. There are plenty of people out there, especially people who are insiders and people who are uh in the know or reputable, you know, sources say they'll say stuff like I mean, an example of that like, "Oh, you know, top stars in AEW hate the company and want to leave and go to WWE." I hear that all the time. All the time because because people don't like AEW and they want it to fail. 
in this case, there are plenty of fans that either, well, mostly there are fans that love a certain vision of the DC universe that want it to be, uh, I don't know, restored, returned, something about that. Mm -hmm. And they will say anything. And I believe me, they will say anything to discredit whoever's in charge right now. Absolutely. They even talk shit about The Rock, whose movie and who, the movie was as close to it to being in tone as as like that era of DC movies as anything in the past like few years and like they brought, and he brought back their guy he was courting them yeah because they he knew that they like Cav he was he was gambling on the fact that the Snyder people love Cavill and that other people like Cavill in general that they would all come in together to watch this movie he gambled and he lost mm-hmm. because that was a, I was a pretty big gamble like based just based on the Zack Snyder's Justice League performance on HBO Max, period. Like but, we knew that a year ago. Oh yeah, that, that, that thing was was not a huge was a gamble that HBO Max lost on. Like yeah, it didn't bring crazy. in a bunch of people. Yeah. You know the the Snyder Bronies loved it or will rewatch it or whatever, but it didn't bring in a whole bunch of people like they thought. Like yeah, but again, you're not you you're 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 saying this as someone who pays attention to actual real news and reality. Yes, I'm talking about people who pay attention to Twitter mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what what is. Twitter is dominated by the Snyder people. You people like us are outnumbered. It seems like one hundred fifty thousand to one because of bots, and that for you know, rightly or wrongly, people pay attention to Twitter, and they will see that and they will respond to it. So if they see on Twitter, oh my God, restore the Snyderverse. You know, it would be great actually if if uh, if the if Black Adam continued the tradition of Snyderverse. It'd be great to see. It would actually be cool to see him fight Superman one on one and The Rock who. Also, wouldn't would love to see to, to have a movie where he got to fight Superman one on one because mm-hmm. if I was playing a a, a a character in DC, I would want to fight Superman. Yeah, come on, or be super or be Superman. So this delusion, the 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 the, the amount of misinformation, delusion, and like just outright maliciousness that people attack a franchise or a company they don't like, right. is very real. Well, can I, it can, is, can, can I add on? Real. Can I add on top of that? Can I add on top yeah. of that that on on social media and in and in other situations, you've seen people taking what Dwayne Johnson recently said, you know, which is that Black Adam is not going to be part of DC's first chapter. That is quite literally all he said. Is that it is not yeah. going to be part of the first chapter of James Gunn's, you know, plan moving forward. Look how long that first chapter was in the last iteration. Oh, I know, I know. Fifteen but, years. Yeah, but but but, yeah, but but like that that also that also is not a closed door, and they're specifically doing that for a very very good reason, which is if you close the door entirely, then if they ever decide to come call into Dwayne Johnson and be like, "Hey, Dwayne, we want you to show up in Shazam 3. And he's like, or like, hey, we will do Black Adam versus Superman, right? You just be like, cool, like, instead of, you know, or you know, instead of fuck you, yeah, exactly, because awesome. because he seems to actually be, or at least you know, outside of his you know mistakes over the years, which I mean, nobody's freaking perfect, but you know, James Gunn, whatever, he seems to actually have somebody, he seems to be somebody who actually has his heads on head on his shoulders about building a universe at least, and I, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, Brandon. What, what are we gonna say? Also, going back to what Rat's point was about the maliciousness of weaponizing social media, mm-hmm. what was trending like literally the week after James Gunn was re- was 
was announced as CEO of mm-hmm. DC Studios by James Gunn. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. And what, what were they? What were they? What were they pointing back to? Bring back Snack. No, the same tweet. The, his same deleted tweets from all oh, that. Yeah. From yeah. ten plus years ago. Yeah. That he'd already apologized for. Yeah. It's it's the same old fucking song and dance every goddamn time. Mm-hmm. When Hope nobody want- listens to the comic timing episodes of 2006. <laughs> well, I mean, like, oh, I've said I've said plenty of stupid shit. I said stupid shit on this episode. I mean, come on. Listen, cancellation's coming for I us all. I still stand by yeah. my Superman Returns opinion. Okay, but oh, like, God. but like, sixteen but, years later, you 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 sweet summer <laughs> child. Uh, oh boy! But <laughs> I, I, but I didn't see the fire is- gun thing until like um, the Cavill news dropped, mm-hmm. and at which point the internet melted. Yeah, but this is like this is the same song and dance they do every goddamn time, right? Oh yeah. You you want to delegitimize someone, you try to get them canceled on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what this is why I'm so glad that Gunn is pushing back on their bullshit because it it is not only refreshing, but it is just a clarion to have a well re- well re- reasoned and well thought out voice pushing back against these trolls and these idiots and these haters um from a from a place of authority mm-hmm. also like like in regards to like cuz there's been a lot of talk about like um giving the fans what they want and stuff and it's always from, you know I mean his twitter's you know it's always been like a, a, a gulag but uh like when James Gunn was tweeting Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Someone responded, you know, like, 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 blah, blah, blah. Make the Ben Affleck Batman movie, and it's just like, like, this is this is the voice that's coming out now in terms of like screaming for the brakes to stop and to go backwards. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if we want to get into the Cavill stuff now, but like, just this uh, this constant idea well. that like, you know, if we go back, it will be okay. When not only has it not been okay, but like, there's just been like just been tangible, you know, regret and like and like reaction to like bad reaction to that past era that just never worked for them it's just it's it's just it's consistently coming up with you know with like um less than some of its parts for people who want to make money and for people who want to enjoy product yeah it's just it's just it's not, it's not viable to stick to save it's not viable to to keep around it's hard as hard as it is because i want to i want to cavil well what, what, but you know it is what it is what, what, let's start let's start at the beginning of 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 the of the james gun changes and we can we can roll from there uh First, first thing, Wonder Woman three. Um, now, Wonder Woman eighty four was a very divisive film. We've even discussed it a little bit on this episode already. Um, but when changes come down the pike, chances are it's going to affect things that are in production. Uh, Patty Jenkins had her uh, treatment for Wonder Woman three, uh, and uh, and it's not moving forward. Plain and plain and simple. She put out a statement to clear to clarify it because there was a bunch of bullshit going around that she had walked off. That when asked to change it, she said, "No, it's my way or the highway." And then you know, basically threw her papers up in the air and then got in her invisible jet and rode off. Um, when in reality, it just looks like they're just going in another direction. Like that's it. Yeah, um, sexist bullshit. What it was. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, uh, again, also THR reporting on that. 
yeah. wonderfully. Yeah. I, I, I have I have her statement up. I'm just going to read a little bit from it uh, real quick uh, for anybody who hasn't actually heard it. Uh, starting from the uh, from the second paragraph here, and I'm just going to read the uh, a little bit from that first and the second. Uh, I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive de- development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough, and I didn't, and I didn't want to delay Wonder Woman three any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman three, which I was honored to do. So, and I agreed, mind you. This is already different than the internet has reported on Rogue Squadron that it was dead in the water. It may very well not be. Who the hell knows? I move forward. Uh, when I uh, when I did, uh, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back. Yeah, yeah, they made a new deal with me. Uh, when there started being backlash about Wonder Woman three not happening, the attractive clickbait false story that it was me that killed it or walked away started to spread. That is not true. I never walked away. I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move forward anything at this time. DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make, so I understand these decisions are difficult to make right now. Uh, and uh, she basically says that uh, she looks forward to seeing wherever Wonder Woman is going to go with or without her. Um, and she wishes you know DC well. She wishes James Gunn well. James Gunn wishes her well. And Gal Gadot is not out at one, as Wonder Woman as of yet. For all we know, there could be more Gal Gadot Wonder Woman to come under different tutelage, or there could be a new Wonder Woman. We don't freaking know. Two days before this whole Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman 3 thing dropped, mm-hmm. this whole news, yeah. Gal Gadot tweeted about, you know, I am happy to move forward to the next chapter of Wonder Woman with yes. all of you. It was vague, but it, it, had, it had nothing to do with her vacating the role, mm-hmm. at least for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that, So that comes out. That's that's you know that's that's a thing. <laughs> then the Henry Cavill news comes out, and the entire internet, Joe Casada style, breaks in half. Um, God, I still love that to this day. It's gonna break the internet in half. In half. Thank, uh, you, thank you, Joe. I love you for that. Uh, I hope you do yep. well wherever you move. That move on. Next. Somebody has to. Marvel apes. Marvel apes. Marvel apes. Marvel apes. Guys. Marvel apes. Um, Henry Cavill comes out with his own statement. Essentially, says you know. It was fun while it lasted. Uh, I was told by DC execs to come out and let you all know that I was back as Superman. And then the DC execs were no longer the DC execs. James Gunn came in and they decided to go in another direction. He wishes them well. James wishes him well. He'll be back as Manchester Black at some point. You know, it'll be great. Um, Listen, he has the life. He has. He's living his dream life, okay? You see, he went from be, being one of his favorite heroes, Superman, yeah. to being a character of his favorite book in The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be in his favorite top franchise, Warhammer. Yeah. Don't don't feel bad for him. No. Do not feel bad for this man. Dude's, li- dude's living his best life, okay? He's and- living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do those things. And the, be- the, the best I, part okay, is... I want to be Superman. I'm not 6'4". Yeah. Jesus. The best part is he never has to digitally remove a mustache again in his life, you know? So it, it'll, it'll be That's great. So um, but... And he can cock his fist and that be a thing. Yeah. James Gunn then, you know, comes out and essentially, you know, the beginning of the news happens, which is, you know, that there's going to be some major changes in the slate. We all know this, obviously. Um, And that he's working on writing a young Superman story, you know, earlier on in his career, frankly, makes perfect sense. 
Sounds um, like the Batman, to be honest. Yeah, it does, actually. Um, yeah, which is kind of what we need. Yeah, but yep. not in Matt Reeves' Batman universe. We have to make that perfectly clear. He no. said no to that. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like early, early days, like, like foundation, jumping off point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and Almost a birthright? Could be. Could be. Could certainly be, you know, what the inspiration is there. But, uh, you know, he he wants he wants you to be a foundation rather than fully formed Superman filling in the gaps. Oh, hey, remember when Klypton exploded? That was great. Um, he's he said it's not a, it's not an origin story. Superman will have will be established already. But younger Superman means no Hangry Cavill. We wish him well. That's that. Can I say something real quick? Because I was, I was, I was, I was kind of uh, jousting back and forth with Daryl on Twitter about mm-hmm. it, who, who didn't appreciate this news. Yeah. And I'll just, just kind of point out that, like, you know, Henry Cavill Superman. I like Henry Cavill, and I think that, like, given the right material, he would crush it. I feel that like he's now the new Brandon Ralph. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, objectively speaking, he is a Superman of which we had like 1.5 movies in which he has died. Yeah. He's now engaged, mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor know who he knows who he is. So, <laughs> what, what, where we go from there exactly? I just, I just, I couldn't. Even when Cavill said he was back, and I was excited for it, I couldn't really visualize the next film with that. Mm-hmm. It was just too difficult for me to kind of like see as like, well, like obviously the story is this. Like, we're, I, and I'm not somebody who's who's often like, let's go back to the beginning and have them see. I'm not really about that exactly. But the fact of the matter is, it's not a really linear destination point for this this version of the character, and, and starting over like in the way that they don't with the Batman. Yeah, that that is the more obviously beneficial route to take not to like me- like because like, that, that was a conversation like you know whether this was a good move or bad move yeah not not to mention and and Raph, i'm sure you have many an opinion on this is say what you will about henry cavill's superman the secret identity has been the weakest part of the entire character growth of that character from Zack snyder to justice league to you know where we are now and if you were to build upon this after this and try to cement that Clark Kent and Superman were different pe- people, it was not going to work. <laughs> it was not it's because work. Snyder like genuinely hates super secret entities. Exactly. Which is why, like, we don't even find out how people found out their everyone else's. Absolutely. Like, what was second see because she's a reporter? That makes sense. I spent thing- forty <laughs> minutes complaining about that in the Man of Steel review. If you remember, oh, I very I much do. Long- I know you're still. I'm. I'm still hearing it in my head. Actually, you're still. Your your I'm your still, past self is still repeating. Yeah. I am. I am Superman in Congress after <laughs> the entire Senate gets blown up, all around flames all around me. Piss jar. Secretly, <laughs> just quietly screaming to myself. Oh, that, that's me. What were we gonna say? That, when it comes to Superman's arc, in yeah, yeah. Why do you always portray yourself as a madman? <laughs> because he loves being a madman. That's why he's he's, he's the Joker of podcasts, man. That's uh, that's why. Because I've been pushed to the edge, and uh, I'm not a Kryptonian raised by Midwestern <laughs> good Midwest, Midwestern people. All right, that we know. All it takes is one bad. All it takes is one bad day. One day, guys. Oh God, Batman. One one bad day. Bad day more. Were, were you going to add something on the on, on top of that, Brandon? Uh, uh, I honestly lost my mind because the raft threw me off. Um, um, it's my job. Superman secret identity, yada yada yada. I get it. Yeah, I can see Lois Lane um, discovering it because she actually was at least in the movie like following the tracks of like Clark. But like when he died, right? They Superman died, and then Clark died also, right? At the same exact time. Yeah. And then 
Lois has the audacity to scream his name out loud in a crowded area. Clark! Clark! I'll do you Knowing one that Clark Kent is was, at least one time, a well-known and rectal reporter who was now, who had died, is now flying around in Metropolis Taking on four superheroes at one time. Well, to be I'll fair, to be fair, she at, just really wanted the Clark Bar, but that's beside the point. At the end she of Justice League, his when, name out. At the end of Justice movie. League, when Affleck says, "Oh, I, I, bought, I bought the bank that, to give you the, the farm bank," he's not wearing his glasses. No, he's not. <laughs> Why wouldn't he do that? Because he doesn't. He's not. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You're you're right, Zack Snyder. It, it gets in the way of him beating, killing people. Yeah. Okay. I have one little mini rant. Okay, and it's about satire. Okay. Okay. There are two types of satire. There's satire that's in on the joke, and satire that is not in on the joke. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how you define satire. Satire is making fun of or satirizing uh, a idea or an ideal. Right. This lemonade. It, this lemonade is pee. Continue. Right. Exactly. Oh God, Grandma, Grandma's peach tea. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. No. What? Oh, I'm having horrible flashbacks. Now. <laughs> oh, but like when you do satire that is not in on the joke, right? Yeah. You automatically miss the point of what you're satirizing, mm-hmm. and that's what Zack Snyder is. Yeah. That's why things like The Boys is not good satire. Not, I don't mean the TV series. I mean the book itself. Not good satire. Man of Steel. <sighs> Zach, uh, Zach Snyder thinks that he's so smart that he's trying to make a joke about something, and he's not getting the joke himself. Yeah, just like Sucker Punch. He said the same thing about Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was supposed to be a deconstruction of like fanboys objectifying women. So he mm-hmm. he objectified women in that film, and mm-hmm. it was utterly confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, so because the only way else lobotomizing, and, and the only the only way that we could move forward with with this version of Superman would be to essentially build upon something like what we already have in the TV show, which mm-hmm. is the TV show. It already exists, you know, right. a, a version of Superman that is long long in his career with a wife and kids. Uh, you know, trying to deal with, uh, with with that part of his existence, and the TV show is great. It's it's awesome for what it is, but it exists. You would be retreading, and there's no place for that at this point. It makes perfect sense or, to go back and redo, not redo, but start over and build uh-huh. build a new a new story that we hopefully have not seen before. And I will, and I and I don't want to use his name, but. The smartest thing the creator of Firefly has ever said, mm-hmm. okay, yes, was, "Why are we making postmodern deconstruction superheroes when mm-hmm. we have not actually made superhero movies yet?" Yeah, and then he made we, Justice quote, League. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Yes, then he made Justice League. But like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, the thing is though, like, he tried to put the fun back in the movie. Though I'll give him that. He tried to. He tried. He. He tried to do something with the movie, and it was. And he, was he was he was under yeah. orders. I mean, so like, I don't I don't know how much was his was his honest idea. He, he brought but, the fun back, and he removed the mustache. That's 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 what he did. But like, but the thing is, like, he's right. Like, you can't when you like, you can't like, like you, you you can't build a foundation on something which has been already taken apart. 
like you you can't make a foundation on gravel. Yeah. You need a solid footing. Absolutely. And like the idea of like idea like when you try to watchman everything oh God. without understanding why watchman works, right? Mm-hmm. At least the book itself, why yeah. the book works. Yeah. Is it is disingenuous and you are going to guarantee to have a bad product and have a good time. Well, DC Universe exists where like the end goal is to have Batman be dead and Superman raise the son of Lois and Bruce and named him Bruce. Who has, like, like, what kind of universe is that? And was Warner Brothers really going to let him get away with that? <laughs> Great yeah. point. Like I, it was, I, I don't understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I never thought about it that way until you said it. Oh my! God. I mean, compared to the MCU, we—that's the end goal. After five movies, after five movies versus twenty movies well, of all these other heroes, and and that's it. But but and you but, wanted that. But but also let's let's go with the fact, and I I, pro- I promise we're gonna get out of this out of, out of this conversation like very soon after I make this statement, which is the flaw was made to begin with to have the man build the building blocks that had already made a Watchmen movie that made very, very clear that this, that that bleakness, that that, uh, you know, dark side of superheroes was the side that he appreciated the most. And DC gave him the ball and was like, all right, build our, build our future, build our happy future. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, but 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 Ian, the, the S stands for hope. That's what it means, though. The S stands for hope. The, the, and there was a flying the, scene once. That means that yeah. he's happy. The S stands but, for sucker. Okay, yeah, sucker punch. Yeah, yeah. But like, go back. you I, ain't honestly, never lied. I know that's right. I, honestly, the perfect deconstruction of all this was Patrick H. Willems' hour and a half mm-hmm. opus oh on Zack Snyder. Yes, and. Yes. It, he brings out a lot of good points to like why Zack Snyder is the way he is. Our himbo auteur. Our himbo auteur, right? Exactly. And it goes back to one fucking movie. And I can't believe that our pop culture identity for the last 11 years has been defined by Excalibur. And I hate it so much that yeah, I want to leave this world. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but I like I know. Excalibur. Pat- Patrick, Patrick, Patrick H. Williams, by the way, Willems is awesome. <laughs> he is. He I, is a good so man. Good. Yeah. I particularly yeah. like his Robin video. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he does a great job. He, he, he regularly guests on the, on the film cast too. And he does a damn good job whenever he's on that too. Um, but we're, now, now to, to get us away from the past, let's move towards the future, and that Ooh. is, of course, where do we want him to go? Where do we want James Gunn to go with DC Cinematic at this point? Because we we know we know fa- this this first phase is going to include a young Superman story. That's that's all we know that, that he's writing. Yes, that that he is writing. He is not directing. They're looking for a director. Um, I I. I I, I hear the guy that directed Iron Man may be available, but um, what uh, what Robert I am Junior. <laughs> Donovan looks so confused. <laughs> He's like, "Who's that?" Confused. I was just like, 
What? Is it, Ooh, is the it, box uh, of scraps? Is it Favreau still doing the Mandalorian? Uh, yeah, Favreau's stuck in Star Wars realm. Come on. He, he could do he could do two things. James Gunn did two things. Come on. Um well, he got fired from one, did yeah, the other, and then, and then other, came back to the other. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that's that's yeah. a good point. That's a very good point. Um, you don't cross those streams, my friend. You don't cross those streams. All right, fair enough. Well, e- nope. either either way, we know we know that a young Superman movie is where our starting point is going to be. Um, and I, we are not doing a fantasy draft here. We are not doing a you know we want we want this this this, and then we're gonna you know hit the, hit the points. But where would we like to see our DC movies to go next? That is a very important question as fans that we should be asking right now. Can I share my brother's ideas? Yeah. Because uh, uh, Gunn is writing the Superman movie. You think the Gunn would have? I think he would. He would do this. Um, let's let's move on from Sam the Poor. No more Zod. No more Luke. Or Mixius Pitalek, Lobo, Bizarro, all in the same film. <laughs> I, I was like, that. you are shooting that the stars. Sounds, that sounds very James Gunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would be great. It, 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 that it, it, is it so fucking bizarre. Written by Gunn and, and with a director with his sensibilities, it would be great. It, it, because because you, you'd have Superman, like, if he's around, he's not going to have any trouble with criminals. Yeah. But pushing him to the limits towards, you know, separ- as foils, like Lobo is a foil to Superman, makes his pitiful support of Superman, bizarre support. They are what he's not, which is what makes his value Superman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that's that's a ballsy idea that will never happen. Yeah. But that would be a great that'd be a great starting point. So, and so, it's the anti Snyder. It builds Superman into, and defines him for what he is, as opposed to what he's not. Oh my god! By, by having without repeating Christopher not. Reeve. Yes. Yeah. Is, exactly. Well, is, I mean, damn. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 we're just saying. You know, we don't want to do that. I, I think I, I think the villain's probably going to be Metallo. To be honest with you, I, I think I think. Yeah, I, right, me too. I'll yeah. do you one better. Yeah. I say Brainiac. A little too, a little too soon for Brainiac. One or you one better because there's just two obvious big bads that like have never brought the big screen, so it's going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I would be. I mean, I, I like those guys. I'd be down for another villain, but like, don't do parasite. The money is on those two. Don't do parasite though, unless he's going to be uh, unless he's going to be like a side villain that he gets be- gets beat up in like the first act because parasite is way too much like any of those early Marvel villains, and you're going to be making a huge mistake if you go that route. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see, like, you know, like, I, I think I think Toy Man's a safe bet. If we see Toy Man, I hope we see Scarface in, in Reeves' Batman verse. Um, uh, I was about, I, but we were, we're, he and I were, like, staying up late, throwing it out, like, you know, like, like what's the viability in Livewire? What about Manchester Black? What about uh, Silver Banshee or Atomic Skull? Like, like what do they provide an, an audience for a forward-moving, cool Superman series? Man- Manchester Black has to be for an older, established Superman. Uh, the, 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 the entire point of Manchester Black is that he is the antithesis of an established Superman. So if you you throw him in too soon, nah, that's that's a mistake. It loses its impact. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Um, no, nah, it's it, it, it's. I mean, Brent, you got you got any ideas on like at least like villains that you might you might want to throw out there? I, I'm all for new villains. I, I don't want to see Luthor. Uh, Bring me Brainiac. Mixix Pitalik sounds funny as hell. <laughs> Although I don't know how you do that in a younger Superman movie, but mm. you know, Meta- younger Superman fighting Metallo via the U.S. government, being unsure of Superman, sounds cool. But I'm also like, hmm, I feel like we've seen two seasons of that on Superman and Lois so far. Yeah. Um. So I don't they know. Do Mixi and before. No, no, they, but they, just the, well, yeah, the they, U.S. They, government like being suspicious of Superman, like. In Superman and Lois, like if you're all cut up, it's like 
the first season, his stepdad's like, I don't know. And then they had this last season be, have another guy who's from Team Wolf of all places be like, I don't trust you. I'm going after you. And it's like no one in the U.S. government's told them that, hey, Superman's been around for 17 years. He's got two kids. Like, you can trust this guy? Like, I don't know. So I don't know if that's been done before. I I like Mongol, maybe. Ooh. Maybe Mongol could be a cool threat. Mongol could be good. Ooh. Mongol, Mongol could, be could be good. Uh, um, what's his face? Um, I mean, Gunn did do Mongal. That was that, yeah. that. That's our Mixiex Pitalek of the uh, of the Arrowverse. By oh, the way. I forgot about that. Yeah, over <laughs> over the, over the in Supergirl. Yep. So no, is, was, is the guy from Princess know. Bride still That's alive? Supergirl. Supergirl. Always, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. The uh, the. Oh, Inkling voice. Oh God. He would Rindic be the perfect mix as Pitalik. Because like that, you know why I'm thinking that? Because he was the voice. That, wasn't he the voice of Mixes Pitalik in the animated show? I think he might have been. I, I think, think it was Wallace Sean. Yeah, Wallace Sean. Wallace yeah. See, if you can't get Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried, pass away, rest in peace. Yes. Right? Yeah, I right. thought Wallace Sean has also died. Let me see. No, I think I think Wallace Sean's still alive. <laughs> no, he's alive. Is that still alive? I am perfectly happy to be wrong on that one. <laughs> he's 79. Yeah. Well, well he may not be around much longer. I don't know. Well, I... Dane Cook as Mixes Pitalik. Oh, God, What's no. wrong with you? So, no. But... As comp- That's exactly the reaction you want because you do not want to like the guy. As Anytime a- he shows up, you want to be like, oh, oh this guy again. As companion pieces, do you build solo movies for Justice Leaguers first and then build towards a eventual Justice League? Or are you just making Superman movies for a while? Uh, I, I, f- I feel like that would take too long. And, and I kind of did like the approach that DC had with Snyder before we actually saw the movies come out. Like, mm-hmm. I th- I think w- the one thing Snyder did is he proved that you can throw together a Justice League film and not have to do individual movies because th- yeah. these people are known characters at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, did he proved that. I mean, honestly, Wonder Woman what... has had two films, so you don't need to have a Wonder Woman film in the new universe to have her in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Superman has had a plethora of films. Yeah, you know they could launch Justice League without him. Batman. You know, biggest merchandise selling thing on the planet. I think also Spider Man, one and two right there. Don't need him. Uh, and then you can throw in some smaller characters that people aren't aware of, or you know, that can be the ancillary things. If you want to build a team out really big, and I think Gunn kind of proved that you could you could do that in the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. that he directed also. So I feel like you could do that with Justice League. Green Lantern has been a joke for Ryan Reynolds for the last fifteen years. So I feel like the public knows about Green Lantern because of that. And that alone, that that that, that HBO um, Max series is still coming. Apparently, uh, yeah, right. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, not anymore when James Gunn gets a hold of it and axes it. Right, the axes as love. Yeah, and um, I agree. So I, I feel like I feel like you can you could have a Justice League film without having a bunch of solo movies. Like you don't have to have Cyborg necessarily. You could throw in Hawkman and Hawk Girl in there, and and you know. I fucking use Aldous, Aldous, I want to say Aldous, Aldous, Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge, yeah. It's, it's so Who close, but so different from Idris Elba. Like, just that first letter. <laughs> oh, wait, are they interchangeable? No, 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 just the is, Aldous, Idris. Yeah, I know. This is up but, in my mind. But here's the thing. This is why Just Leave the Cartoon works so well. Because mm-hmm. you literally, you had Superman, you had Batman. Everyone else, you did not know of at all. Yeah. You didn't know Hawkgirl. You didn't know Martian Manhunter. You didn't know um, 
Jon Stewart. You didn't, you had Flash showed up in one episode of Superman, mm-hmm. and that was it. Great, great Green Lantern as well, although the Green Lantern was Kyle instead of yeah, it, it, yeah. Like they, they gave they gave origins for Wonder Woman and Martian Manhunter. I, I would say Hawkgirl is the only one they straight up never like, like literally that was like Hawkgirl. What's she doing here? It's like oh, we, we're supposed to know her, but um, <laughs> you know, like, like like the the animated universe established different heroes between the Superman show and Batman Beyond. So the concept was an alien. I think I, th- I think audiences will if you just do superhero films and then have a crossover film just like that'll be fine you don't need to build up but i think just having a, a floor to jump off from is necessary like a superman film like a G- gl film mm-hmm. yeah. christ knows what I, they're gonna do with flash and i and i and i have like an origin movie i mean just give them like an actual like adventure yeah no you can set yeah. up so way to go about green lantern is just to make it like about the four earth ones going into space like, I, I, do not solo Hal Jordan. Just just do Hal, John, Guy, and Kyle, or even or even bring in Kyle as a newbie, and just have it be like we're the Earth of Green Lanterns. This is all of space. This is what we do because one, Hal uh, Jordan's mayonnaise, and two, like <laughs> the idea of the all four was much more compelling for characters to get attached to towards the universe than others. Yeah, it's, I remember the the pitch for the Green Lantern movie that got scrapped was. Basically, training day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Yeah. Keep that pitch. You know, give, and if you're going to do all four of them, sure, do all four of them. You know, give me Hal, give me Kyle, give me Guy, give me John, and, and, and make and, Kyle. And, and frankly, you could even use, like, if you want it to be quote unquote down to earth and you don't want to, like, use the entire core or what have you, you could just use a little bit of Kyle's origin. And just have it be, there was a huge disaster in space. There's one Green Lantern left, and it's you, Jon Stewart. And then... Or, and then, or hell, even just, even Jessica Cruz also would be a good choice as well. Absolutely. It, if yeah. anybody's read the Green Lantern Earth 1 uh, graphic novels by Gabriel Hardman and mm-hmm. his wife, Karina Bechko, that is an awesome Green Lantern film right there. What's what's that What's that new one? Uh, what is it like? Earth, not Earth Sector, but... Uh, Far Sector Far is Sector. also yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um She's a great character. I really like her. Um, that is, I don't know who the writer is, but Jamal Campbell's the artist. Um, that was really cool. I think, the, and that is a Green Lantern story, basically, where you just have Green Lantern operating out in a sector, cut off from everything. So this would be just doing, you're basically doing like um, Green Lantern meets Judge Dredd, basically. Like not mm-hmm. killing a bunch of people, but it's isolated. It's in one city. You know, going through a murder mystery uh, thing by thing. So it's like Green Lantern meets Brick, basically. And you're not involving the Guardians. You're not involving anything else. In fact, in that story, her power ring is at like 5% half the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's forced not to use it very much and to use her detective skills and her interpersonal skills to navigate between three races that rule this... um, like three different alien races that all are very different. Like one's plant-based, one's computer-based, and one's like um, regular matter-based mm-hmm. things. And they all have com- you know differing competing interests. Uh, so she's using her interpersonal skills to navigate these three different uh, factions, basically, to do mm-hmm. that. That that could be a really compelling film, although it doesn't tie into anything. Or you know what? Also, they could do. I don't like fucking give the guy his props, but like if they could borrow ideas from like mosaic oh yeah hmm. that would be problematic because the 
elephant room for creative mosaic is just you know. they might not do that then <laughs> yeah i know that's the problem like yeah. if, if, if right, there's more trouble than it's worth yeah if they could get around that and just like even like i guess far sector would probably be the closest thing to getting like a mosaic actually you know you know what would be the biggest like i, I wouldn't quite say swerve but you know he's been talking about a young superman what if it's a legion of superheroes movie Oh, that would be fucking amazing. I would love that so goddamn much. You're worried about I, introducing a dislike film without build characters, but you're like, let's have a Legion film, which really no one gives a fuck about. But funny, no, but here's the thing, though. But, Legion but, would work, though, because yeah. Legion would work better because you have this idealized version of the Justice League. Yes. That's what they worship in Legion. That 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 is the way that you make people give a shit is – if if and you know I'm not saying that this is the direction that they're going to go, but if they if they wanted to have their cake and eat it too, it would be young Superman thrust into a future where he is considered a god by these by these kids, and he has to you know come to terms with that while at the same time coming to terms with being Superman, like that that would be a very interesting premise and concept. Not saying they'll go that way, and I'm not saying that they'd even be able to pull it off, but it would be a major departure from a Superman that we've gotten on screen before. I could see that maybe in like a second or third movie. You take, yeah. you take a Clark who is either on the ropes of giving up or who is just – he doesn't see it right now. He, he doesn't see his um, – his, his, uh, the change that he's making. Yeah. And the Legion comes and says, you know – Apparently, like this is the day like Superman either stopped or Superman died, right? Mm-hmm. He just va- he just vanished, and then the Legion comes. They take Clark to the future. They show him what the impact that he's done, that he will do, or that he that he has done, and they kind of give Clark an, a new um, perspective on what it means to be uh, what it means to be Superman. You know, that's the plot of Grounded, right? <laughs> I just oh, reread I, it like yesterday. Wow. I haven't read grounded, so I, I actually reread it for the first time in like ten years wait, and wait, I, I didn't read it. As in like Straczynski. Yeah. Wow. I, I, Superman. I haven't I had those in singles. I have not read those in like I, they came out. I forgot grounded existed. I, I hadn't either. Yeah. I have them because, you know, I'm the Superman guy, so <laughs> I reread it. I actually don't hate it as much as I remember hating it, mm. but it's a very that? weird story. And yeah, it, 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 it involves the Superman of like the future, you know, mm. that are led by the Superman in 853rd century. Okay. So oh, going off yeah. that, I, I, you know what I would love? And this, this ties back into Cavill and, uh, and a couple of others. You do that, you do something like that and you bring in like a multiversal, like, like a uh, superhero team. Well, they, they, and they then you m- could have, they mentioned you can have them. He's yeah. he's mentioned on Twitter multiple times. Kingdom Come as something that he may want well, to do as a separate movie. Well, who has that's where James Gunn. Uh, James Gunn. Yeah, this is where you create a a, a threat where where a Superman has gone crazy mm-hmm. and is destroying everything. Yeah. Henry Cavill. Oh boy, just had that. Uh, <laughs> and well, he's the villain. And the other Superman go to stop him, oh, led by the current Superman and Kingdom Come Superman, 
who gets a HBO Max, who gets three seasons on HBO Max, and you pay Brandon Ralph one point five million dollars per episode. <laughs> okay, yeah, hey, hey, Ralph, do, do, you, do you remember January sixth, twenty twenty one? I do. That will be the Snyder Bros upon uh, James Gunn's home. <laughs> just gonna say, I yeah. will fight them. God. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have evil Superman be like a Snyder Bro, then go for it. Hard, hard pass, that, hard pass. Thank you, but no. That's that sounds like uh, suicide. No. Yeah. Can, can we no, not? Get I do. I do please? want a Kingdom Come Superman. I want Brandon Ralph as Kingdom Come Superman in a miniseries, please. Chris, I'm begging. Yeah. Chris, uh, you, do you have any ideas you would float by on what what you want your Superman to be? Uh, honestly, this whole conversation, and like I know I've been quiet because I'm not as big of a DC person as the rest of you. I think the Snyder thing just kind of threw me out, which is why I mean they're they're retooling everything because people like me were just like fuck this noise. Yeah. Um, what I've been thinking for the past ten minutes is, can we just bring back the DC animated universe and just make <laughs> yeah. DCAU oh, no. for the next twenty years? Uh. You know? Not with not without Kevin. Not without Kevin Conroy. Uh, oh, yes. that's right. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I can I can deal. It with is it. what or, it is. Yeah. You know what? Oh, here's the thing. Jason Omar, not terrible, honestly, as Batman. Bruce Greenwood. My second favorite Batman Bruce, is Bruce uh, Greenwood is not that bad. Bruce as, Greenwood. As, as, yeah. Bruce Greenwood's my number two. Okay. Yeah. Um, James Gunn did say that they have been looking at uh like stuff like the DCAU and you know just animated series mm-hmm. as. Uh, inspirations for like you know the universe, yeah, and that is an that is, that is one of the best things That's he's ever said in terms of oh absolutely in terms of, of optimism, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, no uh, I do want to make a note what you just said about not doing it without Kevin is honestly, I think you could write a plot around not having Kevin in the same way that Willow. The show that's on Disney Plus right now has part of its plot revolves around the fact that Mad Mardigan, who you know played by Val Kilmer, is missing. Mm, mm, okay. Like they do want to have Val Kilmer someday, but because of COVID and other bullshit, they weren't able to use him. But yeah. like, and you know, I mean, yeah, I know, I know he can't act because his you know voice box is dead. Yeah. But it just again, they decided to make it into a strength instead of a weakness. No, that's fair. That's fair. Like, like where, where, like Batman's gone missing, and the rest of the Justice League. Uh, I mean, that's gather. the plot of uh, the new game, isn't it? Of mm. the Gotham Knights. That's true. That's true. When he passed away, though, I, I was like, this this whole Batman, you know, game that we've been playing is kind of over for me. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not really true because actually the character will live on forever, but it's like, I, yeah. yeah, that was that was that was hard. So like, um. Kind of like like having a thing swirl around that is um, that's not a pill to swallow. That's like a brick. That's not worth Listen, taking in. There are some kids out there who one day their definitive Batman is going to be Robert Pattinson. Okay, I hope so. You we mean will, you mean, yeah. we you mean Robert all... Robert Batmanson? Yeah, I mean there are people Thank who don't who have never seen Christopher Reeve as Superman that or don't that's even true. care that he was Superman. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I will, I will find them and I'll. There, stick them on, there are on people. Pipe, but... There are people who have never seen Brandon Routh as Superman because they either didn't watch the yeah. show or they didn't watch Superman Returns. But he's so good in Crisis. I mean, some I, of those people I, are I really, age. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yep. I really want to. I really want him back. Now, to continue the James Gunn podcast featuring James Gunn, uh, there's there's two more things of note on the other side of the aisle that need to be mentioned. Uh both Guardians of the Galaxy related. One, the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 dropped. Uh, and I am hyped. <laughs> because that looks... It, it's great to see Adam Warlock uh, uh, as a thing. And... Ben Grimm? It's clobbering time. Uh, mm-hmm. 
And best actor award, Chris Pratt. Yes, yes, no. Um, <laughs> but let, I, I want, I want me some Rocket Raccoon origin shit, man. Like we're we're gonna get some feels in this movie. In I'm prepared ways. to be destroyed by a fake raccoon with a Philadelphia accent, and I'm ready for it so badly. Yes, I as am I. So one interesting thing I've noted, like I was looking at reactions to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer and also, but me just watching the Ant-Man and Quantumania trailer is like, both of those trailers make it feel like somebody's going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. comments on Guardians of the Galaxy were like, oh my God, is Rocket going to die? Rocket's going to die. I'm going to cry so hard. Oh no, Rocket, Rocket, Rocket. Me watching the Ant-Man trailer is like, somebody's definitely dying. I'm hoping it's not Scott. My mom was like, it's probably Hank. And I'm like, eh, maybe we'll see, yeah. you know. It's probably it's, it's, Janet. It's, it's probably Hank, more than likely. Yeah. Wait, who said Janet? I said Janet. It's possible. Yes. Yeah. So that was it's my mother's other theory. Yeah. Or maybe both of them, because <gasps> ooh, not the last generation the film trying to get try to get them back. But both right. Van Dyne wears because they force her to wear her mask. You've got I mean, three helmet, generations sorry. in a movie, so I mean, mm-hmm. why do you need three generations? Get rid of the first I, one. I always thought that them. Scott Lane would be a great sacrificial lamb because Marvel keeps jacking off this joke about the names. So when they bring in Doctor Doom, he's like, Doctor Doom, that's stupid, and Doom like instantly kills him. <laughs> sacrificial <laughs> Lang, Sacrific- sacrificial Lang, is that? Yeah, the... sacrificial Lang. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. The greatest right. good he could ever do. <laughs> But the, the, the most important James Gunn-related material, Kevin Bacon. It, tis, well, the the se- tis, the, tis the season, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed that shit. <laughs> I've still not seen it, but you guys can talk about it. It's fine. It's, okay. I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I knew it was going to be good. It's, how how it's, long is it? It's like fifty. Uh, minutes. It's like 40, 45 yes. minutes. Yeah, yeah 45, okay. 45, 50 minutes. Like it's, it's yeah, it's one of the Marvel Studios special presentation, like mm-hmm. Werewolf by Night. Yeah, which that I just want to say I'm fully in favor of just doing like forty-five minute specials, like maybe like one a month. I, oh yeah. It's like I don't need a TV show. I don't need to drag my ass out to it either. Just give me like little forty-five minute specials mm. featuring like some weird ass characters, mm-hmm. and I I would. I would be happy. Why not? You know what? Why not? Moon Knight should have been Moon Knight should have been a special. Mm, Probably, yeah. Maybe two specials. Eh, I, I mean, it could have been an episode or two less, but I I, I enjoyed I enjoyed yeah. Moon Knight for what it was. So I, I actually wouldn't really change too much about that. Three episodes. It could have been with three episodes. This this year of Disney move Disney Marvel shows, I had a lot harder time than last year, which I generally liked all of them. But the topic is about the Guardians probably a special. So the, well, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna hop around. Well, no, 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 no. That, that that's fine. I mean, I think that. You can you can definitely comment on the fact that there was a lot of Dis- uh, Disney Plus related Marvel material this year, um, and there were movies. Uh, and I think that uh, She Hulk hit the mark for me. Ms. Marvel surprised the hell out of me, and I and I enjoyed most of it, including the random shit that I never expected to see on screen, like freaking clandestine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember messaging you about that. You were yeah. just like, Rrr! and I'm like, you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Watch it now. We need to talk about this. Yeah. And then when I saw clandestine, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that is like the most. That is like, okay. That is a random fucking pull for it Marvel is. to use. It really like, is. It's like, hey, you know what's, pr- you know what's pretty cool? Let's use Starbrand. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Well, it gives me hope that someday we'll get an order. TV show, 
because yes. yeah, Ian knows how much I love the order. One of the initiative, like it was only like twelve issues, and yeah. then like, eleven issues. Yeah. Eleven issues. Uh, Who does that? Oh my god, y'all! I'm fighting a bear. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm... if you ask me what my favorite comic panels of all time are, in the top five is from the order. That oh my god, y'all! I'm fighting a bear. <laughs> I love it. I still have hope for Agents of Atlas and for you know the 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 greatest four drop that just came out on a and Marvel Snap Darkhawk. I'm still hopeful. If I see Darkhawk on any sort of screen, TV show, special, movie, doesn't matter. Even if it's just for two seconds and they never use him again, I will have lived a full life. You may you may get it. You may get it. I got I got I got Shang-Chi, I got I got Darkhawk and I mean, I if I get a modern good Superman movie that I enjoy the shit out of, mm-hmm. I'm done. They're gonna just, they're, you know, look, just hit me with the meteor directly. Look, just only me. They, Spare the planet. Just me. If She Hulk could have Luke Jacobson, who appeared in one issue of Dakota North, yeah, a comic that lasted what six, seven issues back in the '80s, yep. like a detective mm-hmm. comic, not even a superhero comic, then there's hope for every. Like, not even that obscure character. Every, you know, C-list and D-list, and if there's an E-list, every one of those characters has a hope now. Yeah, and and, and the fact that Kevin Bacon is now officially a canon character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not even just as Kevin Bacon, but Kevin Bacon himself. They all have a a degree to Kevin Bacon. Like, Star-Lord has a degree to Kevin Bacon along with... Chris Chris Pratt himself. That just makes me a happy man. That was that special was the most meta special I've ever seen. It really was. And I love it so God. Also, can we talk about the The song was good. The first song I really liked. Oh, we yeah. don't what is what is Christmas or whatever? <laughs> yeah, what is what is Christmas? Yeah. Why I okay. Um Tom Clementine is such a freaking Clementioff. Sorry, yeah, Tom Clementioff is such a ball of, like, energy that is not being harnessed enough in the, in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She get beat up as much as she did in the second one? No. Well, but yeah. She's the star no. of – her and Drax are the stars of this special, basically. Yeah, essentially. But, like, her – watching her play off of Chris Batista's Drax, <laughs> it was – so so good and i i you can tell that time has passed because she has she does push back on him now mm-hmm. and i loved like when she was just like get over the dark nuts i'm like okay cool cool, cool. <laughs> and, and i think i think that what what worked great about this i mean just to give a general you know plot synopsis i mean it's not hard to 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 describe it it's just you know uh, Star Wars, Star Wars, missing Christmas. So then Mantis and uh, and uh, Drax uh, decide to go and uh, get him a present. And of course, the present is the one and only Kevin Bacon, because Kevin Bacon is He's the world's greatest hero. Kevin Bacon, exactly, the world's greatest hero. He saved an entire town through the power of dance. So clearly, that is the man that they need to brighten up his day. And then, of course, they find out that he's an actor, and they almost fall. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. (laughs) Yeah, it was so good. No, Mantis has been one of my favorite. Actually, in all of the MCU, like Mm -hmm. like Mantis and uh, Nebula are actually two of my favorite characters, which makes me some kind of weirdo. But oh, 
it's just I think because they're some of the better like fleshed out of the female characters there and they go against like the general type they've established in the universe because mm-hmm. Mantis is kind of like innocent, but she's also like super powerful. Mm-hmm. You remember almost took down Thanos if it wasn't for fucking Peter Quill, <laughs> you know, she came yep. close. She came very, very yeah. close. Yeah. Also, uh, the, the, um, Karen Gillan doing the awkward, like, Armsway dance at the end. Oh, just, yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's my girl. Fucking girl right there. Fucking girl. Uh, uh, speaking of arms, I, I need an explanation. Yes. Uh, I absolutely. How? Oh, does yes. he get it back? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, yes. now, now, I mean, you, I'm assuming we're referencing James Gunn's tweet about that, right? No, no, I didn't see no. the tweet. You didn't I see just, the tweet? I'm talking about the scene. I'm just talking no. about the scene itself. We didn't see that. I, I, I just didn't. love that. Like I, that you have to be paying attention really to to everything everybody says to really get that. Because <laughs> I watched it with Amanda and the kids, and I was I was dying laughing. She's like, "What's so funny?" I was like, "Oh, it's." I, I was cracking up hysterically. Uh, it, it even took me a minute at first, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, it's Winter Soldier's arm." Yeah, because he said, yeah, he said in Infinity War, I'm going to get that arm. Well, all you got to do, we all saw Falcon Winners, all you got to do is punch it a couple times in the right spot and it just falls off. So they probably went and got it in his sleep, you know? So to the reference, the tweet, I'm just going to go for the people who have not seen it, is that basically someone tweeted, because we were talking earlier about James Gunn being too much on Twitter, and I was like, no, 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 no. His response about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is entirely the reason we need him on Twitter. Because somebody was like, oh, how could Nebula get Winter Soldier's arm? It doesn't even make sense. So, you know, how do you do that? And James Gunn was like, look, Nebula was just feeling the Christmas spirit and she just developed like super strength and just ripped it off. And I'm sorry, dude. Like, I in charge. That's canon now. Yeah. I- the, the exact tweet is she yeah. took a trip to Earth and tore it off his body because she was feeling so Christmassy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but it I'll already it. happened. Nebula thinks of Bucky as wet crepe, uh, crepe paper. That says she couldn't help tearing off the arm because she was just feeling so freaking Christmassy. <laughs> Love it. Not wrong. She's not wrong. Oh my! I'm into god. it. But like, uh, like, um, oh god, like that scene almost made me cry. Also, a little bit. I'm like, really? That's okay. I get it. Okay. Good job, Nebula. Yeah. <laughs> also, is Groot going to remain as buff in Guardians Three? Oh, I hope so. Oh, he's like, what was going he's like on with Chad that? Groot, oh, Ultra Chad. I think that 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 was they did a practical suit on they a did. CG head. Yes, and to save money and like, well, no, 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 not not to save money. That was, I believe, their send up to the like the old like. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like the, okay. the old the old Christmas specials, basically. But I say, but it, like, honestly, it kind of worked a little bit, though. I liked it. No, I, 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 I thought, really I thought it worked pretty well. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and for that matter, I know this isn't the Christmas special. Yeah, there this. were a lot of jokes in this that I think went over because the flash, the flashbacks being in rot- rotoscoped, like yes. I, mm. I was dying. That was great. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. Right, like, like, like an old Rankin Bass thing. Oh, that was so good. But the, uh, I mean, it, it's 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 back to the trailer, not the holiday special. But those those guardian suits that they're wearing in the trailer. Oh my god! Yeah, straight out of the comics, just made me right there, baby. so freaking happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to his conclusion. 
Um, obviously, this will be the last uh, you know Guardians we have for a while, uh, and this will be the last of this of this saga. And where we, where do we go space wise from here? That's why I think you might get your Dark Hawk, Raph, because we need Nova, we need Dark Hawk, we need we we need Silver Surfer, and we're gonna get him. Yes, we like do. we we need some sort of space arc to make up for the fact that we're probably not going to see a lot of these characters that much after this. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's, it, it's, it, it's right for the, it's right for the taking. Can I, I, can I just talk about the big reveal from the, tr- the, this holiday special Yeah, sure. where they just kind of dropped it in our laps. Like when, uh, with Mantis being like, Oh, by the way, I'm like Peter's sister. Yeah. Which I was like, that makes perfect sense. Did I miss something? Did I miss like some earlier scene. mention? It's a deleted yeah. scene. Mm-hmm. In Guardians Two. Oh shit! And that's why he kept her around because he she's his daughter. Oh. Well, she, well I figure well, he kept her around because of her powers because he obviously killed a bunch well, of hundreds of children before them. She 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 like, she's his daughter with powers that help him okay. that are beneficial to him, and that's why he, she kept him around or he kept her around. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just thought I just thought it was interesting that they just kind of threw it out there, and I'm also thinking. Wait, what year is it? They waited this long to actually talk about it. I'm curious how that's going to play in the third film. Like, are they going to re-mention it again if this takes place in the middle of that third film somewhere, or are they just going to start off with like this revelation, like right off the bat with Volume Three, like, bam, hey, remember that Christmas special? Or I, I, don't I, I know. think I think this I think this happens before Volume Three. Uh, yeah, I, I I doubt it's like somewhere in the middle. Because I, I think just continuity wise, it just makes more sense for them to do this and then do that. You know, this is literally forty five minutes out of Guardians Guardians Three. <laughs> yeah, 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 you, you just, just got yeah. a huge the, sneak peek. The Guardians first, Three starts with the Christmas special, and then there's two more hours yeah. after that. They, they haven't. Uh, uh, they haven't no, 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 it starts with them dropping off Kevin Bacon at home. Then, yeah, well, they haven't told us, but the secret big big bad of Volume Three is actually Kevin Bacon because now he needs mm. to seek revenge. On mm-hmm. everything that went down in this, so that's no, yeah, it's no, powers no, of Adam no. Warlock. No, I was gonna left. say, yeah, sorry, it's it's not Kevin Bacon, it's Kyra Sedgwick. She's mad that they took her husband on Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Kyra Sedgwick yes. is actually the Beyonder. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Uh, I forgot that the guy from Peacemaker was the High Evolutionary until I was watching that trailer for like the third time. I was like. I know that's the guy from Peacemaker. He was great, but who the hell is he supposed to be? We're getting the high. Like, we're getting the high evolutionary. Ev- we're getting the high evolutionary in a Marvel movie. Like, wait, are we getting? Spider-Man, so, are we also getting Spider-Man Unlimited? Uh, we are actually <laughs> in a Sony Marvel movie. We are. I, um, I know. And, no. and and spectacular Spider-Man for that matter in the in the in the poster that came out for uh, for the next uh, Spider-Verse movie. Both of them are Ben Riley. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, dude. Scarlet Spider, uh, motherfucker. someone has said it, and I was like, you know what? It, it, like, like by and large, Spider-Man fans, we've been eating we've been eating well for the last like five years. Oh, I, I want to know where lot. the fuck Peter Porker is, and why is he not in the sequel? He's clearly getting so laid off somewhere. <laughs> you, he'll he'll be there, okay? He'll be there. Don't worry. They'll find the way. Nicholas Cage wasn't asked back as Spider Man Noir. We we don't know. Well, we got two movies, so we don't know. Yeah, Maybe I, I the, think the, the plot is that like um because Spider Man twenty nine and nine has a mad on for Miles. Like he he didn't he doesn't like those Spider Man people from like the first movie, so he killed them. <laughs> yeah, but Peter B's there. Well, he's just, he escaped oh, his Peter rat B's so far. Peter B's gonna die. Ooh, you Peter just B's got a baby. It. 
Peter B's had a baby. Mayday. Yeah. Mayday. I don't know if that like um and 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 I, and I was on his side for this, but Dan Slot said he got deluged from people saying, "Take that!" I'm sure this makes you mad that Peter is a father to Mayday Parker. He's like, "Why would I? I, I, I did the the married book." <laughs> yeah, seriously, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> his well, name's like Casada. This this just in: people don't pay attention to things. I don't know if you knew <laughs> this about people. They well, don't he, pay he attention. He did do the fucking married book. He, 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 oh. And, Benaret is actually in the fucking movie also. So yes, he did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now if you give me C D B for the nineties show, then I'll be a happy fanboy. Uh I think I think he was in it. Was he? The nineties show I would have I would have seen that, the nineties show Spider Man. I, I there's a, there's that one scene that where you see the PS one version from the video game. We don't remember. Running, running, Wait, the P no, the PS one version was there? Yeah, he's in a scene. He's running across. And he, his body is just so okay, janky. That's he's hilarious. Like, right. Oh my god! I mean, right, I know. So... And 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 white Who's... white white spite white spidey emblem uh, insomniac Spider Man showed up. Yeah, PS Four well. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, Yuri. Is that be... Mary Jane? That poster goes hard. Like, like yeah. the world. It's like you know, that's actually a really good poster. It really is. Yep. Is that Spider Man? Spiders in there? Like, yep. Bagman. That... We got Bagman, baby. Bagman. Yep. Is that Jessica? Yeah, that is. That's good. That's good. Julia Carpenter. Oh, Julia yeah. Carpenter. I didn't see her. Yeah, yeah. Julia Carpenter's right there behind uh, behind Spider Woman. Who's the guy in the top left, like way in the back, way with the big Spider-Man. Spider emblem? That one, Spider Man. That, that's um, <laughs> that's big, that's um, big, uh, uh, big time. Oh big time? yes, okay. Right. Yeah, that's the Green Spider. Yeah, I was gonna say Spider-Man. I recognize the emblem. I just am not sure where from. Yeah, is that Armored Spider Man? Um, like yes, to the right. There's yeah. there's a Mariachi Spider Man in the right corner. And there's Spider's Man. What oh, was Spider Man 100? Uh, Spi- Spider's Man. Spi- uh, Spider's yuck. Man is my favorite. No, clearly, clearly, I am a real human and not a bunch of spiders. <laughs> so good. Who, 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 who? Raise your hand if you laughed at like, why is are they all, are they all Tracy Wilds? Because he's a black one. <laughs> <laughs> this is an easy base course but, joke, but I, I howled. Oh, but also, don't forget, uh, other Miles is, is in is in the movie also. Oh, really? Other Miles? Other Miles. Insomniac Miles is in the movie also. Oh, shit. There's is that true? Wait, 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 wait. Is that true? Are you just, are you just saying that? I'm being 100% serious. There's a scene where Insomniac Spider-Man is walking across a plankway upside down in the, in the trailer, and he's walking with Insomniac Miles. Oh, Golly. wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to rewatch this trailer like five times, man. Because Much Is that this why trailer. this Miles doesn't have his like costume? Yeah, it's costumes different in this. Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be. I mean, it's still better than turtleneck Miles that we have in the comics right now. God damn it! But uh, you know, no, no, the, the, the new Miles back. book. He's back to his classic suit, which, yes. oh, which I don't goodness. know. I don't know the explanation, but I agree. Like, 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 Listen, we just let's never mention again. I've been hearing some nothing. Good, I've, I've been hearing some good positive things about that new uh, Miles book. I'll have to check it out. Nothing beats uh, as Guardian Miles. Okay, <laughs> by Odin's face. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> All eyes on me. <laughs> I, I, I read that and I was just, I was just laughing. I was just like, I can't believe how bad this is. Man, I, I, I love the lyric. I just hope more than anything else that Scarlet actually has something to do in this movie and that he's not just there as a. As I a, hope he's not a bad guy because, like, I, 
I don't know. The I'm left not, I'm, could I'm, be I'm, bad guys. The left could I'm, be I'm bad not guys. I'm giving Marvel for, for chaos. Chaos is bullshit. I'm, I'm not giving them a pass on that. Wait, mm. the, the fact Kane in here? The or, fact, no, Cass, the, Cass, the fact that Spider-Man is. Unlimited is up front and center. Like, Where? <laughs> I know it's a deep cut. Yeah, I know. Right, right. Because the only thing good oh, about yeah. that cartoon oh was, was the yeah. intro sequence. Yeah. Actually, you know, they they did play the stinger from the song in the last trailer, also. Okay. Spider Man. Oh, you know what? You know what we've not seen yet? MTV Neil Patrick Harris Spider Man. And you're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a Sony thing, wasn't it? Well, no, no, this is Sony. No, no, it's a Sony. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could. You that could, was you... that 3D one um, during uh, during yep. the Amazing Era, right? Yep. It was between uh, one and two. But yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, 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 it was yeah. It was the, it was the, sequel to the movie, that never that never got mentioned. That contradicted the movie. It was a, it's a, it's not good. It is fascinating though. Like it's, it's more all interesting right. than I, good. I like, I like, I actually like, I liked it though. I like, there were right. parts of it that I really liked, and like I liked the exploration of Peter Parker and, um, MJ and Harry as like. It's just individual adults. Most tie-in things like that never actually wind up mattering in the scope of the movies, and this was just further proof of that. And it only lasts a season, so it clearly didn't matter in the end. That's why I don't feel good about freshman year. First episodes. Freshman year may already. Freshman year's got a red beam on its head for sure. Yeah, freshman year may already be canceled. To be honest with you. Oh, even Um, better. It's they've been they've been very mum and silent about it. There may be one season of it, or may not even wind up airing. Uh, Why is that in like another universe? And it's not because like, I, I, the very, very first mention of it was like, oh, is this a Tom Holland origin story? And now it's like, no, this is the multiverse thing. Yeah. Where Norman Osborn is Rob Guy Jr. And it's like, this just sounds so much more vague and bizarre. I agree. Uh, yeah, just, I agree. Just, just let it die. Can, well, I, can, I, blame, can I blame Amy Pascal? Because that's what I want to do. <laughs> speaking of, speaking no, of, but it, that's a purely, isn't that a purely Disney product? Yeah. The animated no, series? Uh, uh, I know, but can I still blame Amy Pascal? Yes, yes, you can. Sure, sure, can. Thank you. Speaking, blame the woman. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of Marvel and things that Marvel has done, you human the beings. The order? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The order, the order. Good stuff, good stuff. Coming, coming up with Disney Plus eventually, according to us. Um, Wakanda Forever. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm, okay. Meh. Wakanda Forever. I, I want to take this topic very seriously, so you're, you're yes. not going to get a lot, of, a lot of whiz bang jokes from me. That is perfectly fair, and I am a okay with that because it's it's heavy shit. That movie was heavy shit. It was. I I am not. I don't say I'm not emotionally able to talk about it still, but like I, I have never felt so raw mm-hmm. after a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And and like, not even like in like a gimmick gotcha way either. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't cry during uh, Endgame. Why would uh, you? <laughs> I, like no, but like when I was watching Endgame, there was people like who were bawling their eyes out. Like that was not me. I have only ever cried at one other Marvel movie, and that was the other one that Ryan Coogler directed. Mm-hmm. Like, it. There is. I don't, I don't want to say that it's like it's the whole to reference, but like you could feel that there was a sense of duty with this movie that I don't think has or ever will be met again by another Marvel movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good, but I, I, I mean, I know you guys are like really revering it and stuff, but uh, like any good metal fan, I wanted it to be heavier. Like I, did, I felt like they dispatched with the with the the T'Challa morning a little bit too quickly in the beginning for everything else, and then only kind of brought it back at the end once they had resolved like the main conflict of the movie. And I, I realized that it was like. It's a freaking Marvel movie. You're supposed to introduce a villain and have a conflict with him and that kind of stuff. But it it felt like it was it was like I I feel like they had plenty of time to really pivot into that if they wanted to. But it felt like they kept the main gist of the movie with Namor in the in the search for vibranium, and then bookended it with the with the grief parts. And yeah, but in, what are you gonna do? You can't. What there's nothing. There's no enemy when it comes to the death of uh, of, of uh, T'Challa. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's nothing you can, you can't save him. You can't see him. You can't visit him. You can't uh, fight anything for him. There, it, he's dead. Like literally, like like the, the character is completely gone. You can't but, even use anything. So, I just like, felt like this, the abs- I would have. I was more interested in the absence of a Black Panther in the world and all of the the conflicts and stuff that they were di- diving into before Namor showed up. I thought that was the most oh, you interesting mean like the part of the movie. Hunting? Not yeah. the 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 in, everything all the fallout from T'Challa dying I think was heavier and better than I mean that don't get me wrong Namor was awesome but I thought it was I was more interested in that and more emotionally invested in that as a con as a um consequence of of Chadwick Boseman passing away. Well, I feel like what the movie ultimately, you know, the reason why it's called Wakanda Forever is it's supposed to show you how Wakanda will deal with superhero threats now that their superhero is gone. And that's like, and of course, the movie's about the rise of Shuri. But Mm -hmm. I mean, again, it was about everyone dealing with these problems. I don't think it was just Shuri. You know, it was like, you know, again, dealing with these geopolitical things that, you know, you mentioned, Brett, like the whole thing with other countries really wanting some vibranium. And of course, you know, you have Okoye, you know, dealing with her own like bullshit. Um, you know, it's funny. It's like, um, sorry, I don't want to like completely change the subject here on the Wakanda Forever. But uh, I thought they handled the death pretty well. And I mean, I thought it was very palpable. And again, like, you know, you talk about Raph mentions like there's no enemy. And I'm like, well, the enemy is the grief mm-hmm. and the movie was dealing with like how everybody dealt with like Romando is just like, I got to move on. Cause my husband's already dead. Now my son's dead. And I almost lost my daughter. Like that's her thing is just like, I just keep losing people. Right. Shuri, Shuri, of course, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Shuri was refusing to move on for, yeah. you know, for yeah. a good portion of the movie. By the way, Mr. Great intro, Jamal. Mr. Jamal Michael, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jamal Michael. Strongest Avenger has arrived. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I will I will let Jamal do his whole thing. I'll just finish my thing so I can be all quiet and meek in the corner now that we have the mighty Jamal here. <laughs> um, no, my, my thing with the movie in, in general, sorry, now I got collect my thoughts thanks jamal Brief. sorry you distracted me i'm sorry Chris. well how is dealing with like originally the movie they like said the original you know chadwick boseman died they were originally going to deal with the fact that um t'challa and shuri and some of the and i'm assuming ramonda were missing for five years mm-hmm. um and i mean i still feel like the, in general i feel like the mcu is very bad at dealing with the fallout from the blip that they don't want to acknowledge it. They don't want to talk about it. Like I look, I watch all these different Marvel shows and it seems like 
I'm assuming the characters were not blipped because they're they seem to be pretty fine. You know, these these are functional families. They mm-hmm. don't seem to have like a giant chunk taken out of their life. Like they just went on it. It sucked for you know five years, but. It's not as earth shattering as it was like if you were someone like Sam, you know, who basically doesn't have a credit history for five years and yeah. can't get a loan out. Like I thought that was brilliant. Well, it's the, the whole thing with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that was dealing with like how all these nations are broken and things yeah. are all messed up because of the blip. I mean, you remember in Endgame, like the fucking it looked like the cities were overgrown because you lost half the people. Like nobody was yeah. around to mow the lawn yeah. half the time. So. And then all of a sudden, after that show ends, it's like, everything's back to normal. We're fine. And it's like a typical, I guess it's like a typical event, you know? We're going to have a little bit of fallout for three months to process the books. And when those fail, it's back to normal again. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's like, if you are someone who disappeared, you know, things aren't just going to go back to normal. But now the thing is, with Chadwick Boseman dying, they had to pivot the movie to deal with the fact that now their main character is dead. So that all that other grief from like the missing five years still gets kind of like shuttled off. Cause what I did notice with, uh, there's only one real reference to it. It's when Okoye is talking to Nakia and, and she says you left and, you know, and basically she's talking about the fact that her, her liege, you know, the family she served had completely disappeared. And now one of her closest friends has disappeared. So like, honestly, Okoye getting her own series would be absolutely fascinating to me because that woman's been through a lot. Uh, I, that might even that might actually be in the works if I remember correctly. Yeah, that that I would watch. Yeah. Uh, my other thing about the this movie, and then I will kind of shut up, is uh, one thing I thought, <laughs> I thought was very interesting is that yeah, it's a sequel to the first Black Panther. For for me, it was actually a proper follow up to Civil War mm. because one, he talked about the fact that his dad died, like about T'Chaka dying, like he hadn't didn't really get mentioned in the first movie, except, you know, in the context of here's the shit he did to his brother. And that was like, you know, but like his actual death, I feel like wasn't really addressed, but even bigger was the whole theme about grief and revenge. And that follows up because you remember T'Challa spends civil war. He wants to take down Bucky because he thinks Bucky killed his dad. And then he finally finds out it's Zemo. And the thing is, he doesn't kill Zemo because he realizes Zemo's also doing it out of revenge. And he has that whole line about that, you know, it has consumed you just as it's consuming them, you know, in reference to Iron Man and and Cap. And, you know, when you say like Marvel movies that make you cry, Civil War is the movie that makes me ball like a baby. That scene makes me cry hysterically because I just like the way a Chadwick completely pulled off that scene. And then like, I actually feel bad for Zemo in that moment. And in the, in here, I feel like they finally addressed that the whole idea of letting revenge consume you and sure that was Shuri's problem. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have, you know, like she, you know, when they say, Oh, your brother is weak. He didn't even kill, you know, the, the person who killed your father. That's what I mean by the she kind of reference to burn the had. world. Yeah. So like, I feel like it was following up on like those themes. I mean, I think the themes probably would have been followed up if Chadwick was still alive, but they found a way to kind of work them in. Cause yeah, like, again, that's one of my favorite scenes in all of the MCU is just that scene on the roof. I mm-hmm. like, I cry every time I watch it because I'm, you know, a little baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Mr. Mr. Jamal Igle, the floor is yours. Well, I think one of the reasons why Wakanda Forever worked for me personally is there were many points where characters were monologuing about the injustice, various injustices of the world, and you're just kind of going, yeah, he's kind of got a point. She's got a point, too. And they've got a point. Huh. Okay. And that 
Um, that's effective writing yeah. to me, I, uh, more so than anything else. I agree with Brent that I would have loved to have seen more with them having to deal with the, the, the geopolitical aspect of T'Challa's death on the world stage. Mm-hmm. But that does not take away from Namor <laughs> and, you know, that whole storyline because that is as important. That is something that is going to be revisited down the road. You know, the idea that there are now two spots on the planet. Because somebody is eventually going to find Talukan, mm-hmm. whether Namor wants them to or not. Yeah. Um, and I can very easily see that as probably being the conflict for the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I-, I wonder if that's going to be Armor Wars. Like, they they shifted mm. that from a series back to a movie. Mm. That could be. That could be. But then again, uh, that would take Rex. that would take away from the entire war of the armor. You know, I th- I think I I think I think point like I mean, I mean I, if you're you're focusing on armor, Shuri's got this metal suit now apparently that heals an entire spear going through in all of ten minutes. It's pretty cool to me. Yeah, like vibranium technology. Yeah, but I, but but when I when I think armor wars, I think more you know like Tony's technology out in the wild and then trying to trying to get it back in reins so that uh, the legacy of Tony Stark is not tainted or what well, we still you. we still have the Ironheart series that's that's coming out yeah. what, next year uh, I believe yeah, so. next yeah. year yeah. Mm-hmm. yep that like towards the towards the end of next year that and all 97 so, other things in the pipeline yeah <laughs> yeah that's true that's true uh, I mean, but, I, I think the strongest things about this film, like my uh, my asides aside, the new characters they introduced were phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. Namor, Namorita, Akuma, like all those guys were cool. I even liked Ironheart as quickly as they introduced her. That actress, you know, really right. endearing. So Ryan Coogler's got a knack for casting. Like if you want to let that guy be your casting director for the Marvel Universe, like fucking do it. Oh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I love my Akuma, Aqua not Akuma. <laughs> Agua Poppy is what the internet's calling him. So I stand by that. And also, it was Nomura, not Namorita. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of yep. which I forgot that. Well, I mean, I think they said her name absolutely zero times or maybe once in the movie. They, they, they didn't say it like once or twice. They didn't do a very good job of like naming no, these. They, they, I don't even think they named Akuma. They did Akuma. name Akuma. They did. They did? Okay. Yes. When Namor is giving his uh, his rallying cry. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. So it's, it's towards the end of the film. Like, he's been on the screen like six times already. Like, oh, yeah, here's your name. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about like, the dark hotel. No, he, you know, he, he, he is. Akuma is named a few times, actually. He's he named, was, yeah. Atuma, it, 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 Atuma, Atuma, sorry. Atuma. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not Atuma. talking about the raging yeah. demon no, guy. Atuma, it's not Atuma guy. Hadouken. Yeah. No, Atuma. Is Akuma he, the street he, fighter he, 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 character with red hair? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Has a raging no, demon Atuma, and like murders yeah. everyone. Atuma is is name checked. He's actually name checked in the the scene where they're chasing after Iron, chasing after Ironheart, mm-hmm. Shuri, and Okoye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, and Namora actually, you know, it was like you know Atuma. Yeah. yeah, kill this one. I'll handle the. Uh, it's, it's not the tuba. Wait, it's not the tuba. 
Yeah, that's right. Because uh, it, it was tra- it was translated by Shuri's um, uh, what's it called? Yes. Like, Artist uh, Kamoyo Bead. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I mean, Raph, you saw this the most recently out of all of us since you saw it like five uh, minutes ago. So, three days ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, what what'd you think? What'd you think? Uh, so I made a little post about it on Facebook, and I'll, I'll expound on it more. Uh, it didn't I didn't have shit lot. to do with the movie. No, it did. You know, it, it definitely did. There's a theme. I feel like there's a theme that um uh just crosses across all the Phase Four movies, but in this movie specifically, I felt it a lot more, which is like it's a personal story. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the stories in the in the in Phase Four are personal stories. They're not they're not stories about. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I just found this. I just created this new tech, or I'm this new person with powers. I'm gonna go, you know, do some good. Oh, look, there's a villain that's just like me. Oh, look, there's a bigger threat with these stone things. I'm gonna go see what that's about. That, it, like, phase one through phase one, it's more like phase one than any of the other phases. Mm-hmm. Phase right. two and three were all about getting to Thanos, getting to Infinity War and Endgame, get, setting. That's the only goal. Sure, we're gonna set up characters, we're gonna have some fun along the way, but the end goal is to have this gigantic, you know, superhero, supervillain fight that makes Lord of the Rings look like a, a tea party with little children, right? <laughs> so, so phase four is just such, it's such it, everything. Like, for the most part, everything mm-hmm. is much more intimate, much more personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's impressive to me that um, even though, like, people are complaining it's not as good or, or this character sucks or canceled it, like, I feel like, they're telling the these are the stories these types of stories as a comic book fan are the ones we all gravitate to like you know we're you know even in our reading heydays you know back when it was the endless events cycle we weren't talking i mean yeah we talked about the events but like the stuff we cared about runaways um you know the order you know like yeah it's part of the civil war fallout but it wasn't or like yeah like it's part of the (laughs) post-civil war stuff but like it wasn't uh a part of the main story like all these little side stories side beats i mean sh- i mean shang chi it's a, it's it's a it's a personal story it's about it's about uh, you know the relationship between a, a, a man uh, two children and, and their father mm-hmm. who happens to be an immortal being that runs a global syndicate that controls everything i mean yeah. whatever who cares shut up miss <laughs> uh, marvel such yeah. a personal like immigrant story yes right. you yes. know and and like very even though it's a very specific pakistani like family there are such global parts of that story. I'm overbearing parents are like multicultural. It does overbearing parents exist in every culture, especially Jersey and City, just, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And then you but the that same connection. Thing with, the same thing with Moon Knight and She Hulk and you yeah, know, every, they're, exactly. They're all personal stories. And so you tie, but now yeah. we're going into phase five with Ant Man right. and the Wasp. So my thing is with Black Panther, it's a I think it's as the as the end cap on phase four, it is the perfect combination of telling this in, one of the most intimate stories that you could have in 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 Marvel, which is the death of one of your main characters and mm-hmm. how everyone reacts around it, who happens to be the leader of a nation. Yeah. So it's gonna by by its own very nature, it's a personal intimate story, and it's one has global reach because this is like the president getting killed, and like like you know it's it's the leader of a nation. Of the most powerful nation on the planet, mm-hmm. you know, up until until Talakan, you know, kind of rears its head, and then you also have like this, you know, national like international problem, and you're also setting up, you know, the status quo of the of of the MCU Earth, which is, you know, America America is uh, 
is not too comfortable with Wakanda. And they're going to find out very soon there's another country they're not going to be too comfortable with. And that may become a problem, you know, either before or after, you know, time shatters itself and and they have to fight and they have to fight Kang, you know, 150,000 different times on. <laughs> You know, in, in two movies in, in, across all time periods, and a Mortis for that matter, probably. Yeah, Mortis, Kang, mm-hmm. uh, Kid, Rama, Kid Rama Iron Tut. Man, Rama uh, Tut. God, I can't. Young Avengers, the Young Avengers mini that's going to come out of this because you yeah, have yeah. three or three of them already, right? Uh, you have, you have oh, four, yeah, five. Oh, five. You have like all of them. Yeah, yeah. Basically, much. they're all set up. Yeah, yeah. So because you can do even, it, you throw them in, throw them in the movie. You can even the, the you, baby can. You could even theoretically have Kid Loki. I mean, considering that there was a Kid Loki in in Loki, so they could make that happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think so. You know, my specific thoughts on Black Panther is I think it did a great job of telling this, uh, of actually being connective tissue. Yeah. Of actually like. Of of tying together the themes of the fourth phase mm-hmm. and also preparing us for the fifth, yeah. Because the status quo ch- uh, of of not just the characters in the movie changes, the status quo of everything changes. I mean, it is it gonna? I don't know if it's really gonna affect um, the rest of the, the MCU just yet. Like I said, because we all know the time stuff is gonna be the big thing. But maybe Thunderbolts. Maybe they. Maybe uh, Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus discovers uh, Talokan and that eventually becomes a conflict for them. I don't know. I don't, I'm just like, it's possible. I mean, she she definitely is going to have an interest in them considering where she ends up at the end of the movie. This, it, there's a, this movie had an impossible task. You know, it did, and it actually fulfilled its promise, like yeah. better than most would. It definitely. It's it's not it's not a perfect movie <clears throat> by 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 any means, but it it. I think it actually tight wa- tight walk rope walked that that line really really well of being a an ending and a beginning at the all at the same damn time you know because this is the first time they've ever had to deal with an actor like this passing mid story I mean sure you know like Thunderbolt Ross you know that actor died, but they're just replacing him. Like now it's Harrison Ford. Like that's it. You know, it's a side character. It's, it's not right. nearly. And he's the, he's the third actor to play Thunderbolt Ross. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second to the MCU though, because right. the, the first one doesn't matter because that one was angly. Um, <laughs> this, this, Listen, this, I thought canon. Good job in that movie. Oh my God. It, it might be your canon, but it ain't MCU canon. Damn it. Um, <laughs> but, but with, the, with, with this, yeah, like they, they had an impossible task of, of honoring, you know, Chadwick Boseman's death while also continuing a franchise that was quite literally spearheaded by Chadwick. Yeah. And and I think they did a pretty damn good job in the end. Um, and, and for that matter, it came clo- pretty close to being a version of Namor that I wanted to see on screen. I mean, I'm still... I'm still not quite sold on it not being Atlantis. It's going to take me a while to really get sold on that because... Just I how need much to see Susan's panties drop first before I approve them. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Fantastic. If, I happen. know. If the yeah. Black Panther franchise's shtick, it's going to be introducing new civilizations to the Marvel Universe. Can we get the Inhumans back in Black Panther 3? Uh, well, I mean, we no, already... because that's Miss Marvel's that, that should be their problem. We already got an Inhuman back in Doctor Strange. So, I mean, you know... That, then he blew his then then he blew back his head off. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did, we did. It's yeah, been so we, long. I'm not, I'm Black, not remembering. Black Bolt. No, dude. Black Bolt. Black, Black Bolt. Bolt. Oh, 
Oh, God, Hughes. Captain Pike, you're right. Yeah, yes. I Captain absolutely Pike. want him back because I love Anson Mount and just want to look at him <laughs> for longer than, like, three minutes. <laughs> well, you can but on you, Strange New the, Worlds. With, and his, and his he can't peak, be Black Bolt because his hair's too tall. That's he won't true. fit under the mask. You're right. Uh, that's, why, that's why they see his fucking thing on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that's expensive. Uh, it, it, even, even characters that were introduced in this, like Ironheart, you know, you know, Ironheart was introduced so that you could then be like, Ironheart will return in Ironheart the series. Right. Disney Plus. Also clearly done like before Chadwick died. Yeah, but I, I think overall it was a pretty successful movie, and I, I was, I was impressed by by what it had to do. Can, can I can I speak on it? Yes, you can. Um, I think that. This was a movie I wasn't excited to see just because, like, the whole setup of it just was just anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, you know, because these things come out so often that, like, a lot of it feels like work. So this really kind of felt like an assignment, you know, because I want to be on the conversation. Yeah. And I came away thinking that this is, like, the strongest thing they've done in forever. Um, I think that this is objectively the best acted MCU film. Like, like yeah. what, what do you put, what do you put up against this? Um, <laughs> and I think that. What, what kind of consumed the conversation with this film for me was just sort of uh, reviewers' reactions to it because on the one hand, you have a lot of uh, viewer, viewers of color um, respond to it with a lot of emotion, saying that they cried, you know, they, um, you know a lot of people, um, men and women responding to Namor and just the whole story. And I'm seeing a, a lot of other people on the other side of the color spectrum kind of fading, like, well, it wasn't as good as the first one. Well, it didn't wow me. Well, there wasn't a spectacle. And that's been really um, fatiguing to me because I feel that like you can just feel the the power of emotion in everything, in the story, in the, the characters. Um, like grief and anger are like in every, virtually every single scene. Yeah, there's the requisite moments of humor. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's um, off you know the kind of clips Marvel tropes at this points. Like, like lighthearted characters, you know, like Martin Freeman and, and Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Ironheart. And even, you know, criticism laid at the fact that Namor is a villain who has, you know, he he has a point. Well, he likes murder too much. I mean, yeah, like 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 the the lyrics to MCU criticism have, have been sung for a while now. I do not like that it's being applied to this film because this film is clearly done by an actor and a cast and crew who for, with that all performed this story. With such purpose as mm-hmm. to honoring their brother, yeah. Because Chadwick Boseman, when people were saying like, you know, he should be recast, he wasn't just a gun for hire. He was involved in the story making process. Yeah. When he was not on screen, he was right there with Ryan Coogler, working to make sure that the story of all these characters, yes, and the world of Wakanda worked for the audience, especially the audience who don't get to see themselves represented. And I think that they did damnedest to ensure an even stronger, you know, and this wasn't their intention, but even an even stronger story of that with such a negative emotion, uh, emotion grief mm-hmm. which isn't mechanic it felt yet. personal too yeah, it did. yeah no like it's, the it, whole thing felt personal it, it's it's not that like because of the circumstances this this thing is good i think this is great just because that makes it that 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 makes that gives it a weight and intensity mm-hmm. that that to me feels much more palpable i didn't feel the runtime i just felt that like everything was just so much heavier and that there, there was so much more soul to it. And I feel that that is something that a lot of people don't seem to have the vision for. A lot of people just don't seem to have the perspective for. Is it a black and white thing? I don't know. 
I'm not trying to say anything about anybody here. I'm not trying to say anything about like, you know, other friends who might may disagree, but I am frustrated that it feels a little more obvious to me that 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 this is what the movie ended up being. Right. And a lot of a lot of reactions were like, well, it wasn't, you know, the culture phenomenon that the first one was, but you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a letdown. It's like this isn't this isn't the kind of movie you can talk about like that. There's also right. the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This that, isn't that, a regular movie. It, it's it's comparing apples to apple pie. You know, it, it yeah. like it, it it the building the building blocks for the first one. Like, yeah, it took everybody by surprise because no one was expecting that movie to be what it was. You know, the cultural phenomenon that it was. Uh, yes, Brandon. Other than Brandon Christopher, uh, everyone. I, no, I mean, yeah, no, and, no, no, and, I know. And, and I'm not being like I'm not being like facetious. No, I, I knew this was going to be. Yeah, when the, I I knew it. What I'm saying though is that outside of people who already knew the character you know what i mean like 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 marvel people because a lot of people had never heard of the character of black panther inside of marvel comics until that movie happened and then it became the cultural phenomenon that it was that's what i'm saying i mean like let me look look at the reaction he got in civil war oh absolutely yeah absolutely um and 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 that you know that way building blast and that, that 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 with wakanda forever you know you can't expect cultural phenomenon out of a movie that's already a cultural phenomenon. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. what you need is you need to build upon what came before it and put something beautiful out there that's both respectful and also brings us to the next level. And I think that's exactly what it did. I think also that, like, because, um, like, like, my co-host, Harry, um, really, like, like, like wrote, this, wrote this film off, and that pissed me off um, uh, because it was kind of, because he was talking about, like, the sort of colonial imperialist geopolitical aspects of it reminded me of Falcon and Soldier, which um, a lot of people kind of criticized for the very pat political ending regarding like the refugees and all kinds of stuff, which I think is fair, mm-hmm. but I feel that like it's a similar vibe because the, you know, with that show, the, 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 they had all these discussions of like the concept of a black Captain America. And with this one, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's, there's, there's a lot of working themes where, where they're knowing or unknowing in regards to like loss in the black community, let alone what this movie means towards like the, the MCU world at large, that like the, the emotion hit, hits much more to me than the success of telling a political story. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I wouldn't argue to say that, that, that it's, it's a perfect telling of this kind of scenario, but I feel that kind of like leaning in on that criticism to me, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel appropriate when the film clearly had a lot more emotional, um, I don't know. It's just emotional concerns at the center to like say, sure. well, they didn't do like the politics right. I just, it just, it is, it, it feels like, I don't think, I'm not saying it is, but it comes across as bad faith, in my mm-hmm. opinion. That's, that, no, that's, that's, well, that's fair enough. I mean, yeah. I mean, the very nature of the movie means you can't, it's incomparable to any other Marvel movie, right? It, in what other Marvel movie was the, the, the main, the actor playing the main character, the defining, like, had, had such a, sh- monumental role in defining the character i mean you could argue okay downey Downey, Chris Evans, sure yeah but but also also downey i mean i really hate to put it this way if if something had happened to downey it could have easily become a war machine movie you know like like, that's the thing this movie black panther is it, it 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 it's it's his it's it's chadwick's character yeah right like it 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 more so than like I more so than any other character, I think. I mean, because like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, I don't know how many times I've ranted about Christopher Reeve and Superman, 
He's been replaced multiple times yeah. since he was Superman. Yeah. Since he died, he's been replaced. Mm-hmm. Batman. Yes. You, there have been multiple. Adam West, yeah. Yeah, multiple Batman since Adam West. There will be multiple. There'll be dozens of Batman until you know until the heat death of the universe. <laughs> you know, like like, but like the the way the 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 movie the movie the franchise everything was crafted around Chadwick. It's like you you literally lost the heart of everything. Yeah, like it's a it's a little. It's not a it's not a metaphorical lost to be you know that, that the story can visit and like explore in a superficial or a top or top it's intimate it is like it is the defining theme you know everything of this movie like you cannot extract any that out of the movie at all and that should be what it should be judged on right like all the other stuff is incidental it all revolves around that right because because otherwise what is the point that this is a hollow empty movie if you're just going okay yeah chadwick died but we know uh we're going to talk about it for 10 minutes and then and then it's really just about namor and and we're never going to talk about it again which they, they didn't do right, right. because they the, the grief defines them if chadwick if if if, if chadwick didn't die and and uh the character's still around does raymonda act you know, react the way she does to the situation with Talokan. I mean, she she she's the, she makes the first strike. She extracts Shuri out of there. With without that, is there a war? Is there struggle? There's so the the grief that the grief that leads the leads all the characters to make their decisions is etched in every single part of this movie, right? Like you the grief, this movie is grief and like how to how to deal with grief for not just for the characters, but like for the people that love this, love this franchise and love this and love the character and love Chadwick, right? Like, you, how the hell do you compare that to anything? Right. Well, let me let me, let me like, ask you then. Let me ask you, uh, Raph. Kind of going back to my consternation with the reaction. I agree with you. Why don't you think a lot of people see that? Uh, I think because they're blinded by the Marvel part of this, where it's like they have yeah. an expectation of Marvel, mm-hmm. and because here's the thing. <clears throat> As someone who is online all the time and home all the time, I, I see, I, I see, and especially with like people who, you know, who, who's who, with certain people online, they're, they're tired of Marvel. Like they're, they're, Marvel is the juggernaut of, of entertainment, not just Hollywood, entertainment, right? Marvel is the culture. Marvel is the zeitgeist. It's everywhere, everywhere. And, you know, Sure, and and it's great, and I love it. Um, but there's also backlash against. It. I mean, we know we've seen it. I mean, Scorsese said shit. I mean, there, people say people criticize it relentlessly. And I, when you're when you're the thing, people poke and prod at you and try to pick you apart because you're you're. Do you deserve that position? You know, do other people may see over it, or maybe they just, or you know, they just think, oh, you're popular. I'm, you know, I'm counterculture. I, right. I don't, I, I don't. Which want is to fucked up when it's during a funeral, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, well, that's that's the thing is I don't think people really think about that part and they just yeah. go, oh, yeah. this is just another step in the Marvel universe. You mm-hmm. know, where's yeah. the, you know, where's the, you know, you're just setting up for Kang. You're setting up for the next event. This movie, uh, this project, out of every single Marvel project, is cannot be described in that way. Yeah. It is the only one well, because. It, there's can so I, many uh, things that changed what it what it what it was supposed to be. Can I add something? Um, 
and I've, I've made this point before, and this is, this goes with this, this whole part of the discussion and kind of like the backtrack a little bit. The idea of replacing Chadwick so soon mm-hmm. never felt right to me. I agree. Because this movie ended, especially after, because I've seen it twice, which is something that I, you guys know me. I don't see, usually see movies twice, especially like first run. Mm-hmm. So, and enjoyed it both times and came, they came away with the same feeling is that they made the right decision not replacing Chadwick mm-hmm. as T'Challa. Yeah. But that being said, there were a lot of people out there. And this goes to what Donovan was saying before. They want what they want. They don't care who the actor was. Mm-hmm. They don't have the, you know, as, you know, as black people, you know, Brandon, Donovan, myself, you know, on the call, as black people, there is a a much deeper connection than I think even we would be able to to really quantify the idea of having a strong black lead, mm-hmm. especially a superhero character. Because honestly, like we had Blade, and then it was Hancock. <laughs> what? what I never what, claimed Hancock. What, what, what about, what about no, Meteor Man? What about Meteor Man? Okay, Steel. No. <laughs> no, but no, but I. No, I know. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying? No, no, absolutely. In, yeah. in in terms of a a black leading man in the one of the highest grossing comic book movies mm-hmm. of all time, yeah, and having such a a deep cultural impact, especially in the black community. You went to Harlem when the first Black Panther movie came out. It was everything was Black Panther. Oh yeah, everything was Wakanda. Like Wakanda part viewing parties, house parties, club like anything that they could you know bootleg Kimura beads, like anything <laughs> T-shirts. Like it is rare. To have that sort of cultural impact, like that kind of deep cultural impact, mm-hmm. you know, not for nothing, you know, especially considering like there's a new Avatar movie after 13 years, you know, this was our Avatar. Yeah. You know, this this was, you know, you know, white kids had Pandora, we had Wakanda. And Ben Shapiro's like, Wakanda's not real. Wakanda's not real. You know what? You know what? I think, like, in terms of, like, cultural impact and, like, death, Mm. I don't think there's been one like this in terms of, like, like, actors. I don't think there's been one like this since Bruce Lee. That's a good because point. Bruce yeah. really affected. Yeah, the I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, yeah, I mean, and it and it, it goes beyond like like obviously it affected people in China and like right. Chinese people here, right. but like even like black people here. Like they oh, felt yeah. that loss because it's a it was a multicultural thing. It was Bruce brought people together because mm-hmm. everyone loved kung fu movies and his like 
he he changed the industry. He's the first Chinese guy to, to have any sort of success. And I mean, he died like 11 years before I was born, but like, you know. But Bruce I also had Bruce like in, in the black, could consider like when like, you know, Game of Death came out. Like by the time Game of Death came out, like Bruce had cemented his place in black America. Like mm-hmm. everybody, had a, a lot. everybody had a Bruce Lee poster on their wall. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, everybody was playing with nunchucks. Like, it, it, I and I agree with Raph. Like, you know, Bruce Lee had that sort of had that impact on people. You know, I would arguably say that you know Christopher Reeve, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when Chris Reeve died, like people felt it. You know, yeah. I, I would I would even. Um, uh, uh, go even um, grimmer because uh, 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 Ta-Nehisi Coates wrote a piece that's actually it's not really about this he wrote right. a piece about like black icons um, talking about Kanye years ago um, and he talks about uh, you know black icons in America you know it's hard for them to kind of like to live on uh, on a, you know un- unblemished right because you, know, you have Kanye West you have Michael Jackson you have Bill Cosby Ugh. oftentimes otherwise it's like MLK you know, mm-hmm. um, there's uh, no in between. Yeah, it's okay. it's like they, they either they either go on, you know, they, they live long sooner than the villain, or they or they die. Right. You know, Ch- Chadwick Boseman doesn't go good on to have a, a kind of Sydney Poitier esque uh, career and lifespan. He has he he has to die young tragically in his early forties because of colon cancer. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody's fault, but that's that's it's, it's so not fair. Yeah. And we were getting people, we were getting there with. Will Smith, and then he had to smack the shit out of Chris Rock on live television. Yeah, but it's it's, it's like you know, um, his his family and friends on the cast and crew are going to react that way with their next project. A lot of people are not going to phone it in for right. the next one. And right. I, and, and, that, I'm, and again, I, I don't want to just be uh, entirely dismissive of people's honest reaction to the film. Yeah, but that's so evident to me, either as Donovan Morgan Grant or as black guy in the audience. Right. That it 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 it's it's it becomes. It, it becomes a, a problem of, you know, a, a communication problem when, when other people just really blindly don't react to that and they don't right. they don't respond to it as the product that it is you know, in that fu- way. You know, it's funny, too, that like the the original premise for this movie before it became what it was, you know, wh- while Chadwick was still with us, was that it was going to be him dealing with the time that he that he lost during the blip and trying to figure himself out and figure his 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 place in the world post blip and it's it's funny how they were able to take the building blocks of that and basically turn that into the movie that we got which was essentially where do we go after chadwick right and it's it, it, i wouldn't i wouldn't quite say that it's lucky that they had that already established as like their path because obviously they they pivoted and you know the movie we got but turned out to be very different than what we would have gotten in general but it just adds to the sense of loss uh so much and it is also why you just simply cannot compare this not to any other marvel movie or to or to you know really any other movie that that's happened in recent memory like it's right it is dealing with the death of an icon and it's dealing with the death of an icon it is both yeah how, and how the hell i, I think 
I, I think what really cements this is that out of any other Marvel movie, there is this sense of catharsis that you get from watching this film. Mm-hmm. And whether yeah. <clears throat> that takeaway is of, oh, now you have a new T'Challa eventually, right? Or, uh, but just being how grief affects other people. And we see it three, four, five different ways, right? Mm-hmm. We see the anger with um, Shuri, right? We we see the um, the resolve with Ramonda. Yeah. We we see. I don't say the diligence, but like how turning inward with Nakia, right? How you you take that grief and you turn it into love, right? And you you try to do something more positive with it. Um, and you can see yourself or someone can see themselves in any aspect of these characters who are grieving, who are these people who are not even just the, not even just characters themselves, the actors who are putting it all out, who are just wearing their emotions on their sleeve. And like, it was hard sometimes because you could see like, there was this, no matter even in a fun scene, there was always like this hidden pain in their eyes, right? There's always like this, this idea of like, you can tell when a scene was going to be harder just by the, just by how eye lines were being used in this film. Mm-hmm. And like, it it hits on an emotionality that, as I said before, it there's nothing that comes close to this. And like it, it just because it, it, as I said before, it, it just brings a sense of catharsis and it brings a sense of of um, completion mm-hmm. to you know making sense of of Chad's death and and our process as fans of trying to dealing with all that also. Yeah. So here, so here's an, uh, a, a question that I, that I'm, I'm, I'm very curious as to what you guys thought of it. What did you feel about the introduction of the, of the sun uh, in, in the, in the last, in the last bit of the movie? Obviously there's, there's two ways you can go about it. Uh, either it's, you know, legacy continuing or I've seen people just say that that's Marvel's way out, that that there's a way to still have a T'Challa, have your cake and eat it too, and that ten that you know ten years down the road you can go ahead and make yourself a Black Panther movie with the with the son of T'Challa, and then hey guess what you got a T'Challa running around the Marvel universe again. I I think that's the only way that they could have solved it, mm-hmm. honestly. Because, you know, you know, unless you're going to do something with Shuri, you know, like meeting somebody and like getting pregnant mm-hmm. as, you know, the current Black Panther. Yeah. The other option, uh, and I'd actually thought of this a, a while ago, uh, another way they could have gone, but it would have been a completely different story, was to introduce, uh, introduce Kevin Cole. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that would have been a completely 
could have done it. And I have had kind of did like a very rough sort of like, you know, same basic story. You know, he's a cop from New York, mm-hmm. but then you come to find out that he's actually, you know, his like his father or mother or somebody who's actually from Wakanda Royalty. and he has a connection to the Royal family. Yeah. But this way you don't have to, it, it would be more than you would need. Um, this simplifies things, mm-hmm. um, you know, and in the meantime, you still have Shuri as the black Panther. You know, yeah, for at least the the the, the next couple right. of movies, because I think that, I think Letitia writes what thirty, maybe something like that. Is that, that, that. I, it, it, I don't even know. I don't even think she's. I don't even think she's that old. I know she's young. I, I know she's, she's twenty nine. Really young. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah. So yeah, she's she. You know, even by movie math, she's got a decade ahead of her. You know, if she stays in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So. I'm curious where where that factored into the story. If it was like uh, the grief thing, like continuing the legacy, cool. I mean, they casted a pitch perfect kid to play Chadwick Boseman's son. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, looks just like him somehow. But I'm also kind of like wondering of like you know not politically, but uh, personality wise, if they had you know you have all these things with Letitia Wright during the production, getting hurt right. really bad. Uh, whatever her stance was about vaccines or masks causing issues, whatever. Right. Um, I wonder if it's also like a way out of having to deal with her. If she's now a, not a pariah, but a, a problematic person for them to work with or whatever. They had a bad experience after all that. So I'm kind of, it's like, is it, does that have anything to do with it? And it also kind of services the people who didn't want uh, sure to be the Black Panther too. So it's like, it's it's kind of like all three at the same time. Legacy, problematic, like and then that. also maybe giving these fans that don't want a female Black Panther something to latch on to as opposed to like, hey, no, we're going with this, and this is the way forward, the way they're doing with um, Sam Wilson, Captain America. I don't know. I think you're probably overthinking it a little bit, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> my, my knee-jerk reaction was like, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. But when I thought about it, I was like, you know, in regards to, again, kind of like going like, like, like the the, the grief of lost legacy to actually have that legacy continue on. Yeah. Um. I. I. I thought I settled on you know this. This works on on all points. I think. Yeah. And I. And I think. I think it does. I, frankly, I don't. I don't see what Tisha Wright going anywhere anytime soon. I think that that she. It would have let her go by now. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I. I. If, I, I, if I Ezra she, Miller can maintain to be. That's Warner if, Brothers. Remember, uh, Gina if, Carano got got fired. So yeah. Yeah. If, if, TV show. If, if they haven't fired Evangeline Lilly, I think with Detroit's right, fine. Very True. good point. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good point. Unless she's being killed in this movie. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> Yo, fan theory. Boom, done. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Uh, but mm-hmm. I maybe, uh, quite literally. But what I what I think uh, is, uh, yeah, no, there there was no other way to do it. Uh, it that I think I think that this is absolutely the legacy type of type of way of going about it. That you may you don't even have to see this kid for for a while now, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I I was being the huge nerd saying, "Oh, is that the cool tiger?" But yeah, that's just me. I I mean, hey, <laughs> I mean, why not? But still, yeah. uh, you know, have have a little bit of everything, man. Throw 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 that all in there. But I think I think that 
this is this with this movie in particular it was impossible to please literally everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and as long as long as oh, yeah. as long as the bulk of people came out feeling something from this movie, then it achieved its goal. And that, and that's yeah. that's the way I look at it because you had to have felt something. You had to have experienced something inside of Wakanda Forever and I sure as hell did, especially especially in those first couple of scenes, man. Like I was like damn. <laughs> that that incredibly smart but also incredibly fucking evil oh yeah tactic of just silence mm-hmm. yeah showing all pictures of chat i'm like oh god fuck you marvel just fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's actually that like people act like that's the first time they did that i know they did that probably passed away on disney plus they also they also did it for stan when when stan, yeah. when stan passed but like but like it was the right thing to do for wakanda forever though yeah that was that to do it for wakanda forever knowing that you're going to be dealing with the death. I'm like, that's just fucking evil. I know. Evil Disney. Jesus. <laughs> I, 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 but, but like, you know, the instant silence of, of every theater that's ever saw that, like, like was, mm-hmm. you know, that, 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 that's, that's, that's said even more than the visual itself. It was, yeah. it was, the, it was mm-hmm. the reaction and elicited and, and the ending, like, like when the ending is just, um, Shuri's memories of her brother, you hear it again, you know, you, you hear the, the weeping behind you. Mm-hmm. And probably on you as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, like that was that was a bad day because that was mm-hmm. yeah that was the day we found out that you know Kevin Conroy passed away also for me and like yeah. and it was just like yeah that that was like the like before <laughs> that being so raw mm-hmm. after a movie is kind of rare. Yeah. Just for me in my opinion, like I'm like like I wasn't openly weeping. But like I was like in a space where like I could like my emotions were a bit more on display mm-hmm. after after that film and like it's just like that walking out of that was I it felt like leaving verified air and in some regard yeah all right uh, so I I think we're gonna keep the AI conversation for a separate episode just because we're already two and a half hours in on this sucker. So what? I, no, I, I am. I, I, I August. Am, I, I'm going to, no, 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 we'll, we'll get one out in January. Definitely. But, uh, Jamal, I want to, I want to come back to you cause you came in a little bit late. If there was any, right. if there were anything you wanted to, wanted to touch on about the whole James Gunn, uh, <laughs> DC stuff, uh, specifically where, where you, uh, where, where, where you want your super dude to go next. <laughs> Spent like two hours on this. <laughs> well, here we go. I know, I know, I know. I, I, I just, I, I, I need to, I need some Jamal reactions to that in, in, okay. in, in, in my life. Okay. Um, all right. Spicy, so spicy, my, my honest reaction is caution. Like I have, I actually have faith mm-hmm. that, you know, James Gunn and Peter Safran are going to be able to write the ship. Yeah. I really do. This is the one thing that you know about James Gunn is he is a comic book guy. Yes. Absolutely. He is he is very much into the lore. He's into the obscure lore. Mm. Not just the eighties. Not just the eighties, <laughs> like the obscure, like really obscure lore in some cases. And I think I saw something today where basically I think he said that, you know, his like their guide for what they want to do with DC is basically going is 
is modeled after Justice League Unlimited yep. and Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Hell which, yeah. Which basically says to me, okay, yeah, I yeah, I can... So says, I, says, says know, oh shit, he might actually know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, but here's the thing, you know, controversy, controversial as this may be for some people, I like James Gunn's movies. <gasps> I do. I even like I even like like the the twisted ones like Super. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was a good one. That movie's messed up. <laughs> uh, it I mean, is. Like, it's very messed up, but oh, yeah. it's very but it's very good. He's a good filmmaker. He's a good writer. He is, you know, and I just want I want to feel like I did. The first time I watched Batman, mm-hmm. Tim Burton's Batman, mm-hmm. and I, you know, this is different from like you know, Raph and I, you know, share an insane love for Superman the movie. Of course, so, you, you know that you know. That, I don't think well anyone knew that Jamal. I think you yeah, know that's that's that's, that's 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 well did documented. Not, did not know that at all. No, but. <laughs> first time, first time I've ever heard that. Oh wait, 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 what's that? What's that? Did somebody just wink in the middle of space at me? That's so, that's so weird. I'm sorry. Did I not make it an obvious part of my personality for the last 38 years? <laughs> no, no, cl- no, clearly no, not. No, no. Clearly not. No, no. 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 So, but the, the reason why I say Batman is I was 17, high school, art and design super like dc intern like super steeped in everything comics Mm -hmm. like you know aware of the industry aware of what i wanted to do in the industry what i wanted you know what you know not really knowing where things would eventually end up for me career-wise you know but I walked out of Tim Burton's Batman energized mm-hmm. and excited because I wanted to see more. I wanted to see what else they were going to do. I wanted to see how they were going to top it. And I want that for the for the DC for DC Studios. I don't necessarily need everything to be connected. Yeah. You know? If they choose to to go that route, that's fine. But don't do what they did the first time. Build to it. Mm-hmm. You know? Make these things matter. Yeah. You know? I want to see I want to see. I don't even want to see Brainiac. You know, you, that, that, I want that, to that, see that answer. That answered one of our questions. I was thinking Metallo, yeah. but no, I no, I want Metallo. Yeah, I want Inner Gang. I want Bruno Mannheim. I want <laughs> Prankster. I want. Wow, you saw Inner Gang in Black Adam. <laughs> I, I no, but that was that was not that was not Inner Gang. <laughs> Yeah, international gang, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Are we going to have wait, Crime wait. Bible inner gang? Brand, Brand, I, want, I want Crime Bible. My, my, my brain just I got w- blown. I want, a pr- I want a proper version of Vandal Savage. 
Oh my God! Yes. Mm. Oh, that would be fun. Yes, yeah, so Vandal good, yeah. Savage should look like a cross between Hitler and freaking Alley Oop. <laughs> <laughs> the man's a Neanderthal. He yeah. should look like a Neanderthal in a nice suit. Yep. Like, you know, if, I want to see Silver Swan. Ooh. You know, mm. I want to see like really like. I want to see a film version of Gorilla City. Ooh. That would be cool. You know, I there there the DC universe is so ripe with possibility. Yeah, you have this great opportunity now mm-hmm. to really take the the environs of each city. And wrap them around each character as an individual, you know. Make Metropolis feel like its own city. Make Gotham feel like its own city. Make Keystone and Gateway and Star City. Yeah. You know, we can. You know, we had ten seasons of Green Arrow. You can do a Green Arrow movie. Absolutely. You know, I want to see. Project Cadmus. I want to see Guardian. I want to see the Newsboy Legion. I, you know, I, I, I was, I, I was saying, I was saying, if it somehow turns out that this quote unquote young Superman turns out to be a Legion of Superheroes movie, like my brain's gonna be exploding. Oh, that, that, <laughs> I, I wouldn't leave the house because you know it would be hard for me to walk. Hey guys, my legs went numb. All the all the blood lost. All the blood lost my legs, guys. I'm sorry. I gotta, I'm gonna be in the bathroom for about three days. Okay. If you hear any screaming, don't it's knock. This, this is me scrolling variety. What? Uh, super. Least. least oh. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh no. Listen, I've lost. I've lost control of all me. my limbs. If if the Superman if the Superman trilogy is the first movie is whatever James Gunn is doing the second movie. He gets accidentally supercharged and his body changes. Or you shut the hell up. In the third movie. You shut shut the hell up, Rap. In the third movie, he gets his he gets a blue suit to contain his massive power. I swear to you, after that movie's done, I'm gonna jump in the river with rocks on my ankles because my life is over after that. I have peaked. There's nothing you could show me. Okay. There's nothing. Because hold on. You're ready at that point. I'll get I'll have had Dark Hawk. So Dark Hawk. What? But oh, no, wait. I need Asriel. I need Asriel. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I need Asriel. No, hold on, hold on. And tell me that you do not want, as the trailer song, a remix of Blue, Abadi Abadai. Yeah, why not? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no. that's not true. Uh, I, I still want to write, I still want to write All-Star Superman 2, Electric Blue-Galoo. <laughs> if, if DC will ever let me write that, I'm I'm done. After that, I'm done. Electric Blue-Galoo. Where's the... How do I how do I how do I leave this call? Where do I fucking get out of the call? Oh my god! The, the do you we, not realize how perfectly that buttons. works with Grant Morrison's All Star Superman? Red button, it's bottom perfect. right. Red button, he's bottom right. He's in the sun. He's in the sun and he's supercharged. His Is body changes. He comes back down to earth. He's supercharged. No, he can't contain the power. No Blue All-Star. suit. 
another epic in the Morrison style. You fire Just Ejected. electric blue Superman. You're, you're, I can write this. It'll be my Watchmen. Can, can I security? Can I create? Can I create an AR replacement for Raph? Actually, like <laughs> would, would, that, would that be possible? There's there is no other mind like mine on this planet in any multiverse. All you have to do is get stopped. All you have to do is get Jamal to draw him. Don't use an AI version. Get Jamal to draw. <laughs> you're right. Yes, please. Raph. Very good. Draw. We just program it to say Superman '78, and then my parents are dead every five minutes. Yeah, that's it. That's that's. No, you, you, listen, you know Brent's what? Got my I personality honestly, down. You know what? I honestly would love to see them do. Yeah. Is, I mean, I don't know if HBO Max is even a venue for this anymore. The way the way that uh, Warner Brother Discovery is going, <laughs> I want to see Checkmate. As a oh series. god, Ooh. yes, yes, give me that would be great. Oh my god, geopolitical, yes. like give me the white man. Manda Waller is the white queen. Yes. With, oh yeah, with um oh god, who would be the like King Faraday as the yeah. Black King? Yeah. Oh god, you, you yes. You could even have a uh, god. What, what now? I'm blanking on her name. The the, the one who used to be the security guard for uh, for, uh, for Sasha for, Bordeaux. Yeah, Sasha Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get Sasha in there. You could you could get. Alan Scott in there if you really wanted to. Oh, like, you, you know what? You could get Greg Harvey Rucker. Bullock in there if you really wanted to. Yeah. Pay Greg Rucker just to write the fucking script. I would I would die happy. Oh, oh yeah. My God, yes. Which is which is weird for me because when they announced like the Gotham TV series, mm-hmm. the, the the one that's supposed to be tying into the Batman, the first thing in my that jumped in my brain is like, why aren't you doing Gotham Central? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Why aren't you like dr- driving the brakes truck up in front of Greg and and Brubaker, uh, you know, <laughs> and Brubaker's houses? Because we like, hey, guys, guys listen, Brubaker. you want to be a showrunner? Yeah, on, and, and, on and I mean, Central? we already we already had Gotham. Use David Masus, you cowards. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> How old is he now? He's twenty three, twenty five, right there. Yeah, yeah, he, he could do it. Jewish, he's, not yeah, he's, he's actually age appropriate now. Jewish, yeah, I mean, a also, young Batman. But he's also five foot four. Yeah, so. that's, that's oh, true. But yeah, uh, that's not true either. He he got really tall by the end of that series. He did. No, he he was standing next to uh, to Ben. What's his face? He, who isn't? Who's like five six? He's my Jewish Batman. Damn it! Okay, <laughs> and I will stick by that every single way. Bruce Wayne is Jewish. Yeah. Listen, my parents are dead. I've got to avenge them. Oh, I'm avenging oh, oh, rap. No. He's five no. foot nine, by the way. I, he's he's a little nine. taller okay. than All me. Right. Not bad. Uh, okay. give, uh, give, give an Apple box. He's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if Tom Cruise can do it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. So, you either oh, die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Now before, I can do both these now, things. Now, now before Raph, because I'm not a hero. Now, before Raph goes to before Raph goes to before Raph goes to vaudeville, uh, I, 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 I am glad that I got Jamal to talk about that at least a little bit because th- I needed that in my life, and now I'm actually hyped <laughs> for what the hell is going to be coming up. Now, now the important question as we wrap up here in 2022, uh, drop some knowledge on me on what your on what your favorite book of 2022 has been, uh, and and I think we can probably you know get some final thoughts and shit like that after that, but. Uh, any of you who who do, I mean, I'm just straight up going to say Tom Taylor's Nightwing and just and just have oh. that be my pick because it is that's a good one. It is the best oh. damn book I read every single month. It is, it is that was last year for me. My this year for me is World's Finest. Mm, good. Mm, good, good one. one. Good one. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, I those are both really good picks. My pick is actually Reckless by Brew Baker and and uh, Sean Phillips. Good choice. Good mm. choice. Uh, I, What if I told you? Oh no! My off mute. What if I told you? Yeah. That there was a book. Oh no! That tied ancient prophecy Uh-oh. to a mother box oh, in no. the DC universe. Mm. And what if I told you this book was sort of Azrael, <laughs> and that the mother box? Ooh. Oh my god! Was the origin for the Order it. of Saint Dumas? Oh my oh, god! I did. I have not. Dude, okay, now I got that. Read. That twist, it's like issue two wow. of Sword of Azrael. Holy crap. Phenomenal. Okay. And now um, Dan Waters is the one writing the book, and he's he's phenomenal. He wrote uh, Arkham City, or Order of the World, I think. Uh, Arkham City, Order of the World. Phenomenal book, which Azrael is like the, the – he's like the fucking phantasm to all these Arkham villains that have escaped after Arkham Asylum fell. Mm. Yeah, so he's hunting them down and stuff. That's a phenomenal book. But anyway, uh, so you have the Azrael system talking to Gene Paul Valley in narrative captions, having arguments, almost like uh, Jaime Reyes, Blue Beetle, uh, Scarab. And – um. They're talking to each other, and it's only at these the end of the last issue, which was number five. Six hasn't come out yet, uh, where they finally agreed to like not be antagonistic to each other because like mm. there's all these moments in the old series and, and in this one too where like Gene Paul like walks back and lets Azrael take over as a personality. Mm-hmm. So that dynamic is really cool, and then the this revelation about the mother box and the creation of the system and order of in uh, Azrael and all those things, uh, the, this system, Azrael, the angel within Jean Paul Valley comes to terms with this at the end of the fifth issue. And now they're going to be an unstoppable force, meaning mm. immovable objects all the time, uh, because they realize what they actually are instead of this, uh, psychobabble brainwash thing. It's a twist on, on Azrael that, um, is just a phenomenal, phenomenal, like just twist, and and sets everything up to be uh, uh, sets him up to be a phenomenal character. If DC continues with him, and I really hope that they do, mm. because that that book is is great, and the art's great too. Um, Nicola uh, Sismegia, I can't pronounce his name. Sismegia, I want to say he's like Eastern European for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's got a very – it's not my art style that I love, um, but I love him doing this book. Uh, you know, it's not the art style I gravitate to or anything, but I think he's really, really great in this book. Very anime-inspired uh, art style, like One Punch Man, My Hero Academia, that whole like nice. nonsense, nice. which I don't normally like, but nonsense. I love this book. What do you mean nonsense? What are you talking about nonsense? I'm, I'm just saying. The the action lines, the you know expressive right. faces, all that stuff, uh, you know, it's very far afield from what Jamal does Got it. Uh, in terms of like traditional great comic book style, which is what I gear towards to. Uh, very far afield from that, but it's phenomenal on this book. Fair enough. Raph, you got one? You Stop, and I can only get so hard being an Asriel fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm super behind on a lot of stuff because I've been literally been blind half the year. Yes. So um, I've read a handful of things. So your favorite um, is Daredevil because you've been blind. I actually 
Daredevil by uh, Zdarsky. I'm I'm only I'm not caught up to this year, but it is really fucking good. I've heard great things. Like, I, I I read the first six oh issues God. and I really it loved is. it. I got yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like I'm like in you know, like issue seven. It is really fucking yeah. good, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh my God. Um. So Daredevil. Um. Uh. Also, Shang. Uh. The Shang Chi and the and the uh, Ten Rings. Mm. Pretty solid. Mm-hmm. It just finished. It's about to finish. I think this month. So I haven't read it yet. Obviously. That's uh, Gene, 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 Gene Wen Yang, right? Yeah, yeah, Jun Yang. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, those two, the action comics were the War World stuff with Superman. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I nice. liked it a lot. Nice. Um, Ninja Turtles has this year-long Armageddon game event. I've, I haven't gotten up to the Armageddon game part itself. I'm in the prelude. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Uh, it's like it's like a war between like the mutants and like I think. I forget what the other faction is. Have you I, been, have you been buying the Power Rangers Ninja Turtles miniseries? Yes, it's. Uh, I ordered. I ordered a Freddy Kevin Eastman cover. Oh my god, that must be so great for Freddy. He he does. Yes. Co- he collapses and covers Kevin Eastman. That is. Oh, so I think it's uh, it's Amazing. Kevin's pencils and his and his like inks. Wow. And colors. So ooh. if if I could draw, if if you know, if I spent the next two hundred years learning how to draw, that would be my dream. Yes. Uh, but I don't have that time. So and then okay. the last book I oh um the the Thor run. Donny mm. Kate's Thor, mm-hmm. I mm. really like it. Uh, okay. I'm I'm just about to start the, the the Hulk War thing. Nice. That was uh, a few uh, a few months ago. Really good. I uh, him killing Galactus was dope. Uh, the, <laughs> the God of Hammer stuff was good. Uh, yeah. Uh, am I missing anything? No, I haven't read that much. I don't. I don't. I'm not a reader. I'm a I'm a sit on the internet and rot my brain guy. Eh. Well, I, I, oh, also Shuri as a four two drop doubling the power. Should be a three to a three one drop, so mm-hmm. that she synergizes with T'Challa better. Because as if you can get those two drop back to back, you're talking about a four sixteen T'Challa. Marvel <laughs> snapped, ladies and gentlemen. Rod's oh, yeah. brain. Okay. Oh, oh yes, that is. The I, I've been playing. I started yes. playing last Monday, and I've, I've probably put fifty hours in it in in the nine days that I've played. Well, I'm not criticizing you. I think my collection's at like one fifty or whatever. I'm pretty high, but every single well, time not, I have a, I don't know what I'm saying So. Every single time I have a free hand, I'm not even kidding. Like I, 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 I literally have no idea what the fuck any of you were talking about. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's this literally just a card game. game. Marvel Snap. Baby. Oh, and Marvel Snap. Every, no, the, the, the great part is every card game takes about three minutes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay. and I it's, haven't. It's I super haven't fast. Sent a penny on it, and I'm I'm having fun. My like, my, okay. my favorite part It'll about it for anything. My favorite part about it is that most of the cards, not every single one of them, but most of the cards, feel like they make sense for the character that the card you know okay. involves. Most of them, not all of them, but like right. like like Hawkeye for for example, like Hawkeye. When you launch him, if you put if you play a card directly next to him on the next one, it's plus two. So basically, mm. like he launches the arrow. And right, then, right, right. you know, yada, yada, yada. Galactus, if you play Galactus on a completely empty location, it will destroy every other location, and then there's only that location left. You know, okay. that that sort of stuff. You know, okay. it's a tricky play. You got it's a very specific play for Galactus. It is. Yes, it is. But it's it's a lot of fun. I'm addicted to it. And they're currently running a Silver Surfer, uh, you know, season, and I Silver Surfer's insanely good. I love you Silver just Surfer. Have to know how to play him. I'm yeah. sorry, my collection's at 311. Oh, I don't know what that means. Are we all gonna be checking now? Yeah, hold on, let me see. Oh, hold on. I'm, okay. I'm higher than what you, I, uh, Brent. I'm at five. I'm on it. I'm at five nope. nine. 
I do want to say as a nerd that the cards kind of bring me back to the 90s. You guys have lives, I don't. You know, come back to like the 90s era of, you know, Fleer, Impel, you know, Tops, all those different superhero cards. And I kind of wish the Marvel Snap cards had like biographies on them. Yes. Cause like, cause sometimes I just like looking at my cards, and so does my 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 toddler niece. She'll like she'll see me playing. She just wants to tap on the cards and look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. That's the sole reason I love Darkhawk is because I had a Marvel Impel 1992 Darkhawk okay. rookie card. Uh, I, I the get art- the feeling that uh, Paco Diaz, one of my favorite unknown artists who mm-hmm. doesn't get enough work, is doing some art here because it's very his his style. Yeah, I don't They're think gonna it start is. Crediting the artists too. They're gonna actually put their full names in the. Uh, in the thing that's cool. Are they really? Because they do have some really cool artists on here. Right, you said you were well, three eleven. That that's your level. Uh, mm-hmm. One thousand one hundred and sixty one. God, oh, I've only oh been playing gosh. for nine days. I've only been playing for nine days. I'm like four eighty eight. So I, I, I don't it have makes dark sense that you're that much ahead of me. Yeah. No dark to get you can't get to your level four five hundred anyway. Wait, what number were you, Ian? One thousand one hundred and sixty one. One thousand two hundred seventy. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Have you guys been playing since Comic Con? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. My- yeah. Oh, okay. I, I I hesitated yeah. until now because yeah. I'm stupid. I've, I've because been I've been like- playing since launch. I I technically spent money on the Black Panther season, even though I then got ten dollars back from PayPal, so it wound up like like mm-hmm. clearing itself out. And I had a bunch of Google Cash stored up, so that's how I paid yeah. for for. So Civil that's Surfing. my that's my pro tip. Like here, not specific specific plays in the game but if you for any mobile game if you want to buy something cool but you don't actually want to give them your money i suggest downloading the google surveys app yeah because then like once in a while they'll just be like hey can you answer the survey and it's like a question like have you recently interacted with your google discover feed and you just hit yes and suddenly they just give you 30 cents and like it adds up after a while Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm I'm already i'm I'm already at two dollars and 76 cents and i just spent 10 bucks like like last week but so but i'm an iphone I think they have it for iPhone, if I remember. There is, right. yeah, there is a survey app, yes. Yeah, Google if Google Rewards is there. Yeah, but it goes app. into Google Bucks. So you can still you can still use your Google Bucks. You could use yeah, your Google go to, Bucks. You go could. on your store um, in an iPhone online. Yeah. yeah, you can't use it. No. Yeah, online. You, the only time you, you can redeem it yeah. online and use it online. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, it's well. a convoluted. It's a little convoluted for you. Sorry, bud. Any, anyway, who wasn't who wasn't given their 2022 pick? Brandon, what do you got? Uh, I've got oh, no. two. Donna. Uh, Donna. No. Oh, Donna. Uh, oh, I said World's Finest. I said World's Finest. Oh, you did. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I've got two. Uh, Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow. Ooh, yes. Uh, Miss- this book made me cry. D- does uh, it tell one story or five? It's Tom King, right? Tom King, one story. <laughs> one story. Like One it, timeline? Five timelines. <laughs> two timelines. I'm out. <laughs> hey, hey, two. Only two. That's 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 uh that's not no, bad. No, it's, no, it's, it's, I love Brent's hate boner for Tom King. <laughs> no, 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 don't get me wrong. When he tells one story with one timeline, I'm all in. Yeah. No, it's, Any t- anything more than that? No thanks. Okay, technically it's one it's one timeline, but there is like a a side story. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it it right. makes sense. Got it. Like it, Got it, it. It makes sense. Okay. Uh, and for Marvel, uh, Exterminators. Ooh, yes. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm waiting for a trade on that. Yeah. This last issue is so fucking good. I got to catch up. I got to catch up. It yeah. is It is like everything I love in team books, and it's just big, dumb, fun, mm-hmm. and it is, 
it, were you the, reading? Were you, were you reading Marauders? By the way, um, uh, yes, okay. I have it. I love I love it to pieces. Like Kitty, Kitty, and her and her merry men, essentially, like awesome. <laughs> not big, I'm not big on the new. I'm not big on the new volume of it, but um, I like the original Marauders. Got it. I also liked um, Sinister's. Um, Oh, uh, not the Exterminators. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Mortal X-Men? No, his, his team. Okay. Uh, Hellions. Hellions, yes. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was early Kokoa era, but that was still still fucking good also. Oh, are you going to uh, get into the, the new event next year? Because I just saw solicits for it. I don't know Fall if you're going to get into it. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been building up for like the last three uh, years. I'm, are I'm we ditching Krakoa? No, it's, no. It's, all leading, it's all leading to Fall of X, but it's that Fall of X was like teased even like in the very beginning of Krakoa era. Yeah, I, I think it, it also like it the, also wouldn't surprise me if Hickman's coming back in one way or another because Hickman, I know Hickman has a new book at Marvel, so it wouldn't surprise me if he's involved he, in some way. He said he's done with X Men. Uh, I'm not sure how much that's going to be staying yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's uh, not Zeb Wells. Hmm. Uh, Jerry Duggan, Zeb Wells, and it was Duggan makes sense. Yeah. Penny Howard also on the on the books. Yeah. Uh, leading the whole charge, but thinking now it's just Duggan who is yeah the overall head writer. Got and he's what's gonna, Hickman he's, coming back for? This Krakoa uh, era has the is the best the X books have been in like fifteen years. Agreed. So agreed. 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 I mean, I, I actually still love the beginning of Bendis's X run, uh, like especially that th- that was All my new. favorite. That was my favorite crossover, uh, Battle Battle of the Atom. Like that was mm. that was yes. awesome. Well, I think I skipped that one. Yeah, but that's this altogether though. This whole like entire thing. Yes, agreed entirely. This is the best it's been. Like a hundred percent. I really enjoyed it when I started it, and like um, I think like I blinked and I already fell behind. <laughs> Like it can, except like like after after X of Swords, it does like jumps real quickly also because mm-hmm. it goes from X of Swords to Hellfire Gala and Hellfire Gala is like one of those things like if you didn't read it and read all the high ends to it you miss a lot yeah. real quick and it's it's a whole status quo. I'm just I, I, I'm just gonna make the X books the thing that I catch up on because I'm way behind and I'm just gonna have to. Yeah, have I got sick be. when when Kickman took off, so I X, I X books are like books. AP level comic book reading. Oh yeah, I mean we all love the X Men. They are fucking hard to to follow. I they agree. are. They I objectively are. I've been are. reading them yeah. since since Morrison took over New X Men. So mm. Ooh. I, I feel like with the Krakoa stuff, like if you read the main X title and you read Excalibur until. That title ends. You're good to go. Read the read the crossovers, Hellfire Gala crossovers. Anything like Marauders is kind of in there, and then with this new era, it's kind of like main X title. Um, whatever uh, the Excalibur the- replacement book is is not really like the only ones that are really needed to understand what's going on are like um, main Boy X Max. title, Immortal X Men, and maybe X Men Red. On Mars, yeah. Oh, right on Mars, and and what's the what's the uh, the um, X Force book also? X-Force oh, uh, X Force, X Force is very good. Yeah, with uh, uh, Joshua Kassara on art, he's pretty cool. Okay, I only have two of those. X, so X Factor is terrific. Also, Teeny's uh, Teeny's X Factor. Yeah, is... but it doesn't play into like the. I don't think it plays into the main overarching no, like Krokoa no, stuff. It, it doesn't, but as a side book, it is actually really awesome. I, I love the I love the premise behind it. 
I'll yeah, just give I, that. Un- I'll just read that unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine X Factor. Uh, Wolverine X Force, and um, yeah, Wolverine X Force and uh, X Men book are like the mainstays right now because yeah. there's stuff happening in those books. Like I don't want to spoil it, but like, um, dude, Beast is off his rocker right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been hearing That's shocking. Henry McCoy. Henry McCoy is no longer the. Uh, boisterous baby blue beast. I wouldn't be was. surprised if in two months Beast is on an InfoWars podcast in the X. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Here. Honestly, here I can see the frogs are turning the mutants gay. Well, <laughs> I can see it though. I can see it. I can kind of see it. I mean, I mean, look, he's kind of been heading that way since Bendis has run, so it's not uh, not really that big, that big of a. Oh, shot. he's not headed that way. Like he's okay. deep in it now. Fair enough. What is like, it with the X Men turning evil? Like be, being the, the, like like the symbols of like minority oppression and like you know diversity and like they're all, like, every two years they, they go fascist. Oh what is up with that? This is the writers. Chris, do you have a you have a you have a book you want to share? Uh, yeah. yeah. See, you, you you know, like I haven't really been reading anything new. I just started reading every issue of Avengers starting in 1963. So that's going to be a project I continue into 2023. Ooh, uh, get, in terms of 200, let me know. What, when I get to what? 200. 200 let me know. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm where, like, I think I was at 175 or 180. Oh. I don't remember. I'm oh, close. close. Text yeah. me when you, when you read text. When you the read time is nigh. Text, text me, please. <laughs> okay. Um, in terms of new stuff that I read, uh, yeah, I haven't really been reading a lot of uh, superhero comics, but I will just, like, give a shout out to uh, Tom Gold who does like comic strips and he does a lot of stuff in like, you know, hoity toity magazines and, you know, just for the guardian for the New Yorker and everything. And he had a new book come out this year called revenge of the librarians. And if you're like a heavy reader, it's just all nerdy jokes about books and writing and trying to write and failing to write and hating people who actually have written books. Mm. Oh, I'm getting that. Yeah, oh no, it's, it's great. Like yeah. you can just if you just like, like Google his name, you'll find a lot of stuff. I, online I, I just I just I just found a really good one actually. Mathematical problems for novelists. Susie yeah. has written twelve chapters of a novel. Her editor asked her to cut three chapters and rewrite th- eight chapters. How many glasses of wine does Susie drink that night? Mm. Fourteen. Oh, God. That, that hurts. <laughs> Fourteen. I just went no through less. math problems with olivia the other day for second grade uh-huh. and it's 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 i'm just i am trying to teach her that these math problems are there to trick you up oh yeah and that's exactly what this is mm-hmm. absolutely oh uh and i forgot i forgot to mention it earlier rainbow rouse she hulk is on my list that that is jack oh, of yeah. hearts jack of hearts baby jack of hearts i continue to say that you gave me jack of hearts back and that makes me happy Wait, 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 wait! You're a Jack of Hearts fan. Yes, I'm a Jack of Hearts fan. Jack of Hearts is, is Jack of Hearts is so stupid. It's awesome. Like, okay, okay, okay. Because I was, I was he's a, he's one of those Marvel characters. I, I'm just like, what is the appeal? It, it, but, I mean, I mean, look, you know, he he was done dirty during during Avengers Disassembled, and I'm just glad to see him back and not a zombie. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. She-Hulk literally tear him up and blow him up or something? Is that how that went disassembled? She, tore, she killed him, but yeah. I don't know. Because she had like, to. Was it? He, oh, no, no. He, he, he super irradiated her. 
That's what I remember. Yeah, yeah. and basically, yeah, he separated her and made her go fe- go feral. That's yeah, what it was. she right. she basically right. hulked right. out, yeah, and then she... and then that was that. Yeah, yeah, and right. then he blew, okay. and then he blew up. Yep. But, oh, yeah, he, yeah. I remember him blowing up. I didn't know if he had, if she caused it or if he did. I... Yep. No, that was um caused by oh god um. I think that was called by Scarlet Vision. Witch. Scar- Scarlet Witch. No, yeah. no, it was, no, no. It was Scarlet. That was all Wanda. Well, it was all Wanda, no, but via no, Vision, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think Vision was the reason why yeah. he did that. Yep. All right. about Dark Knights of Steel and um, Ooh, DC versus oh, yeah. Vampires are also just dumb fun. Okay. All right. I, appa- um, apparently, the grifter from that is now in our in our main DC reality or something like that. I don't Yes. Yeah. Uh, and now the wild masquerading as the seven soldiers of victory. Delightful. Uh, <laughs> one and only seven soldiers of victory. I love it. All right, we've been, uh, I, we've been we've been going for uh, about three hours and fifteen minutes here, so I think we're gonna call it a night. But uh, Jamal, I'm glad you were able to jump on, man, especially for, oh, the, for the Wakanda. I, I apologize. I actually wanted to jump on earlier, but I had a like a a late catch up dinner with a buddy that I hadn't seen in a while. Please. I'll I'll, I'll completely understand that after, after all, we did recently break, break bread with brunch and what have you. So this is true. So this is true. So it's noshed. It was a, it was a lovely time shared by all. It it was, it was indeed, indeed. The food was lovely as was the company. And, and, and and Brent, and Brent got to, got to have macarons afterwards. Hopefully. (laughs) How were the macarons? They were very good. Very good. I I will tell Corinne. Nice, <laughs> nicely done, nicely. And Brent survived a trip to New York. It was cold, but I survived. Yeah. Yes, 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 you did. Because you didn't bring a winter coat. <laughs> He's, from He's from Florida. They don't sell them here. Yeah, dude. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm flying out on Saturday to your neck of the woods, and it's going to be below fifty. <laughs> yeah, why? Why are you bringing it with you? Get rolled. Uh, I, 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 I blame you, man. I think you took it with you. <laughs> It's just delayed reaction. Okay. Uh, anywho, let's let's have everybody pimp their wares, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this sucker up. Uh, Brent, let them know about your stuff. It's Casina, BK's Bullets on YouTube, doing comic reviews, trying not to do news. Uh, too much, too, ma- too many clickbaity stuff you can get into. So I'm reading books. I'm talking about them there. I just finished reading all of Fables for the first time. I read the first half long ago, but I finally read to the end, to Volume 22. So I'm excited for the the re- relaunch, reboot, Volume 23, the Con- continuation. continuation. Yeah, just continuation. Yeah, basically. So uh, that is all up on the channel. Excellent. Donovan. Uh, West at Gmail. I'm gonna, I was, I was going to say the email. I don't know why. Questions with no answers. Uh, my home podcast with Harrison Shoot. Um, uh, we did two recordings of our end of the year podcast. Uh, part one's online. Part two should be any day now. It might well, might be online by the time this episode drops. Also, um, in addition to the Spider-Man movie ranking uh, podcast, which I did for Earth.net, I did a little bit of a write-up that you can find. You can kind of scroll down on the website, um, which I'm pretty proud of, kind of expanding my thoughts on how I ranked the Spider-Man films from least favorite to favorite. Nice. Um, um, I also do work for DC Infinite. I should probably leave with that because <laughs> I actually get paid for it. And um, I uh, review the Nightwing title on BatmanUniverse.net. Excellent. Brandon? Uh, you can find me at... Uh, my, did I change my handle yet uh i guess i'm still the dabadon at uh, on twitter and also at atomica on hive now 
since that's going to be my probably new landing space. Nice. Uh, uh, I am the Debadon on Twitch. I uh, will start streaming again probably after the new year. Uh, on there, I do a lot of uh, D&D builds. And also, uh, I am on Patreon also. Uh, again, uh, I believe my Patreon is uh, the Blurred DM, the underscore Blurred underscore DM. Nice. Uh, again, that's where I post my D&D builds that I do on Twitch. Very cool. Raph? Uh, Raph does stuff everywhere, and I do mean everywhere. Es- yeah, especially there. Yeah. You didn't think I'd be there, mm-hmm. but I'm there. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, wow, he's there. Wow, would you look at that? Uh, yeah, I I do. St- I, I used to stream on Twitch. Maybe I'll be a Marvel Snap streamer uh, because I'm already playing it 12 hours a day. I just oh. turn on my OBS and just go live. That's fair. Do it anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Make it happen. I don't do anything better with my life. Oh, snap. Uh, Because I'm blind. I'm still a little... I I haven't had surgery to move the oil yet. So uh, maybe I'll do a podcast. Maybe I'll write some shit when this is... When this eye's cleared out. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, I'll definitely be on the next Comic Timing episode in about 12 months. Look. Look with your special eyes. My brand! I'm trying. Jamal. My brand! He promised us January. <laughs> I, no, no. We, we have we have to record one in January because I need to have Jamal rant about AI art for about oh, okay. two straight hours. So oh, that, right. that's going to okay. happen, definitely. Why? What does he care about it? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Donovan's oh, like, oh. scroll, and he's like, up oh, another Jamal rant. Another one. Donovan, Donovan, skip that. Donovan, awesome. Donovan is going to wake up with an AI horse head in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the look on his face was brilliant. I can't wait to look Priceless. At Absolutely <laughs> priceless. Jamal, oh. Jamal, what you got going on? Okay. Um, I am Jamal underscore Eigel underscore artist on Instagram. I am Jamal Eigel for the time being on Twitter, but I'm also Jamal Eigel on Facebook and on Hive. And uh, the next issue of Dudley Datsun should be out before the end of the month. So, yes. Uh, Comicsology, Dudley Datsun and the Forever Machine with Scott Snyder. Never heard of it. Never heard. Yeah. You know, he's not popular at <laughs> no, all. No, 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 definitely not. Who never, no, Scott Snyder? Never heard of this guy before. <laughs> Sne- the tolerable Snyder. Snyder. <laughs> Snyder. It's, it's pronounced Snyder. Uh, <laughs> And Chris. Well, uh, I mean, you know me. I'm on Lampane at pretty much every social network that counts and a few that don't. Uh, I'm going to stay on Twitter until it just goes into the sea and sinks to the bottom. That's Tuesday, actually. That's is, Tuesday. This is yeah. effing delightful. Uh, and, and oh, yeah, I, I've been making like small uh, mini games ever since PAX because it was just very inspiring. So please go over to my itch.io account and give me a dollar just so, you know, because my, my ego is fragile and I, I need to feel validated. <laughs> nice. I'm running a sale. I'm selling two of the games for only studs each. So come on. It's just one dollar, man. There you go. There you go. Why the heck not? They're, 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 they're very, very simple games, but they're also stupid fun. So they're about nerdy things like the subway and and hiking and I, I made one about guessing your your friend's house rules yeah <laughs> that that one's my favorite honestly because been there done that many many a times mm. I, I made that one free so you know anybody who's listening to this can just go and download it you nice. know <laughs> very cool 
Yeah. All right. So that that is that is that with that. Uh, the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash comictiming. You can also discuss this on the uh, Comic Geek Speak Supergroup, uh, and uh, you can find that on Facebook as well. I am I underscore AM underscore sci-fi on Twitter. I'm also I am sci-fi without the underscores on Hive, and uh, I am sci-fi with the underscores on Instagram. Get underscores, Hive, please. Uh, you can, you can uh, definitely uh, send your comments uh, to us if you would like to. And for everybody on this call who's currently rocking out to that early 2000s music, I mean, I've seen reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics. Yeah! Do 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 do.